0: Alrighty, guys, welcome on into another six out of ten podcast. My name, as always, is Tiny Pixels, and this week uh, I'm trying desperately not to fangirl like crazy uh, in the core You guys will have heard um, our first. Do you know what? I'm going to put it on again. Where is where is my music player? I'm going to put it on again. You will have heard our our uh, our dropping in music today um, by a certain wonderful artist that you will hear all over Twitch. Um, it's not that. Why are you not playing it? There we go, I am the epitome of professional. As always. Guys, welcome on in. Uh, This week we are joined uh, by the lovely, lovely Popski. Um, I am trying desperately, desperately, desperately not to fangirl like crazy in the call right now. I really am. Let me me bring these guys in um, because as always, uh, I'm joined by lovely, lovely Sam. Sam, how you doing, darling?
1: Oh, I'm, I'm deeply upset and emotionally torn, to be perfectly honest, because you're not fangirling over talking to me! Oh no, just another lad! Let's just come in here for one episode only! Don't worry about the guy that's here every bloody week! No, don't... Well, fuck him! No, oh, that's fine. No, I'm fine. How are you?
0: <laughs> Slightly less needy than you, apparently. And of course, <laughs> as I say, this week we have lovely, lovely Popsky with us, uh, whose music you can hear in the background. Popsky, how are you doing, sweetie?
2: I'm... so good.
0: Good! I'm, I'm really, really glad i'm really really glad um oh so can you please tell our lovely lovely listeners what it is you do um because as i say i'm i'm a i'm a huge fan i always think that music is is super super important and yours gets so much airtime on twitch just everywhere tell tell these lovely people what it is that you do
2: well i um A producer of the chiptune variety I like to cram my music down everybody's throats so I make sure everybody plays it Um, I'm also a variety streamer here on twitch I try to go live every day even though I sit in my bed most of the days and don't do anything
0: (laughs) I mean
1: Uh, that's you and every other variety streamer to be perfectly honest it's a split between do I stream today or just sit around in my pants Break. Pants are quite tempting, you know. Like, I mean, I'm bad. super
0: lucky because I, I tend to do both. I, I tend to just sit around <laughs> in my pants and stream. While the new cast,
1: the style of streaming, right? Chest, chest upwards and nothing more. And people don't need to know what's underneath the desk.
0: Yeah, as long as you don't stand up on camera, you are A-OK <laughs> to go. And it's it's every variety streamer's dream, right? You sit there in your pants all day and you play video games. It's, it's wonderful. Absolutely mm-hmm. wonderful. Uh, but no, uh, so you guys, uh, you can find Popsky's work um, well, you can find your streams over on twitch.tv forward slash uh, popski with two y's. That's right, yeah?
2: Two y's, yeah. Yeah,
0: cool. Um, yep. And you have SoundCloud and things like that, yeah?
2: Sound, it's all Popski. Yeah. Popsky. Bandcamp, uh SoundCloud forward slash Popski. Everything.
0: Neat. Oh, really. <laughs> I really. And I honestly do... I, I don't wanna sound awful, but yeah, no, you really do need to go listen to Popsky's music because it's absolutely wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. And Chip chiptune is, is so useful to take with you everywhere. I take chiptune to the gym and I find that it's so mm-hmm. upbeat and friendly that I can deal with the gym <laughs> um
1: something about chiptune it's just really bounce or it can be really bouncy mm. and that really helps with stuff like you know going to the gym because i'm an expert of going to the gym of course but uh you know it helps us by like, any kind of upbeat sort of activities and stuff like that. you make
2: anything almost a video game at that point
1: right mm-hmm.
2: soundtrack with you and you just everything a
1: video game now yeah just don't sure. accidentally shuriken the person at the next treadmill over.
0: I mean treadmills are scary enough you don't need to you know <laughs> add video game elements in there they're terrifying enough as it is talking about video games though uh this is a video gaming podcast for you guys who don't know what we do I've oh, turn up in the wrong place okay I'll, I'll just leave it's fine no, <laughs> um, we, we do chat we do chat video game news from the week um we we chat new releases and then we we do tend to chat about a game that We've been playing this week that we really enjoyed. Actually, we've got some cracking ones uh, this week because I know Sam's- I haven't played it yet, but it looks great. Um, Popski is recommendation I've been playing the absolute living daylights out of. Um, and it's I. So I good. It's so good. And it's so, so funny. Good. And it's well written. <laughs> it's beautiful. Uh, and, and mine, uh, I accidentally threw a glass at my desk the other day because it made me so angry. <laughs> so! Let's talk about some video games, and let's start this week by talking about something that makes me endlessly angry. Sam, I think you're going to have to start us off this week, because I...
1: From talking about things that made us really happy, and we're all upbeat, talking about how wonderful and empowering chiptune can be... Positively all the way around. Basically. Run this... uh, Right, so uh, CSGO betting. uh, We've got our lovely, lovely, dear friends that, that ran uh the csgo lotto site um they're they're being left off the hook basically in 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 their entirety yes the F- uh the ftc of base in america have just basically gone that's ah, fine uh don't, don't worry about that um so they're getting away with literally breaking advertising regulations so as far as that they were uh, they were stating that this uh, csgo lotto site Uh, was not affiliated with them and they were getting sponsored by that site to talk about that site and they were uh, winning money from this site uh, by gambling CSGO skins away and nothing to do with us though but they actually own the site Um, they also are getting away with allowing underage people to gamble because the technical definition of gambling is trading either money or goods in order to win or lose on a result which this literally is you you are taking a virtual item and betting it so no that's fine that's, that's that doesn't count um so yeah they're, they're getting away scot-free uh with with just scamming people so that's uh, team martin and syndicate uh two particular cantankerous arseholes uh <laughs> wasn't there so, another one there, there was um a- those were the two named in the FTC case. There were a
0: couple, and there was one who did um, FIFA things as well over in the UK, and he was charged for that. I'm pretty sure. Um, but the FTC have basically said um, that they've changed the regulations now, but that that doesn't that doesn't count for earlier. So despite the fact it
1: literally is the very definition of the thing that they were doing. But we, we have a body in the UK, right? In the UK, we have something called the Gambling Commission in the UK. And I know this because I've, I've worked in betting shops previously. And they literally exist in order to ensure that any gambling stuff is above board. Like it's done, it's carried out in the correct way and under the right rules and the right regulations and whatever else. And they've done fuck all. They, that, they have done fuck all to stop this in the UK. And it, it baffles me because. They really, really get hard on for, like, even the smallest infractions for traditional gambling stuff, like casinos and betting shops and stuff like that, and online betting sites and whatever else. But they they apparently don't give a fuck about people doing this, even though it is literally peddling and and making appealing, I would say, to underage people to gamble, which, which is maddening.
0: I just, I, as I say, I, I remember the video from, I think it was T-Martin, where he goes, Hey! We found this website! And that cripples mm-hmm. me endlessly. Because well, was it, it him or
1: Syndicate that did the video after it all came out, where he's like, sat around in like his fucking mansion, like, stroking was, a dog? That was T-Martin, yeah. That was T-Martin just going, We're really sorry we made loads of money, wankers. Fucking, oh <laughs> my heart is aching with how much money we lost on let me just put my feet up on my Lamborghini. Uh, it's really really oh so upset. it's like you are so disingenuous even after you've been caught out. you are still disingenuous. you were still acting as if you were in the right to perform this despite the fact that you have been proven not to be. it's it's hideous.
0: I mean, can you understand how this has gone on? Like I just don't, I just don't see it. I I don't, I don't get it. Um, I
1: mean, it, 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 I'll go for it.
2: I was, I was just gonna say, like, is is this like a new thing that's been happening, or like, because they could have just got a slap on the wrist because it's newer, maybe. Uh, I, so, mean, I mean, gambling's been around for forever, but for sure, a, like
0: this, I think was a case last year that came up. Um, and mm-hmm. Twitch at the time said, okay, we will not allow you to stream CSGO Lotto anymore. Any, any form of, um, uh, of gambling in that, in, of that nature, we will not allow you to stream it. Valve said, we're gonna distance ourselves from this, we want nothing to do with it, it's wholly wrong, and, and we don't want it on our platform. Um, and so, from last year, these people have been being in- investigated. And as I say, it's it's syndicate and T Martin um, owned the one the one side that we're talking about this particular case with CS Girl Otto And it turns out that the FTC wants to change or has now changed regulations on how this works. Um, this brought to light a lot of people who don't disclose when they use affiliate links for Amazon. Uh, they don't disclose when they're advertising products that they're being sponsored for for um, the been... hashtag
1: you need to put in your fucking title as well it is not like some grandiose thing you don't need to put like a 15 page fucking document on there saying this is the terms of our agreement to sponsorship oh, you to make a tiny...
0: or this is my affiliate link I make money off of this link every time you buy something off it every time you post the link like it's not it's not difficult Um, but these two people who owned the site showed absolutely no remorse and now the FTC is saying the regulations have changed and still need to be changing, but because they're only changing them now, these two people get away with everything that they've done.
1: And keep the money as well. They've literally stolen money from vulnerable people because miners that are allowed to engage in gambling are considered vulnerable people. They're not old enough to make those decisions and whatever else themselves. They've stolen money from vulnerable people and they've gone, okay, well, you can't do it anymore, but carry on, that's fine.
0: Yeah. I... I'm just kind of disheartened by it, you know?
1: Does this not set a bit of a precedent of just, fuck it, do whatever you want, you'll get away with it. It's fine. Just, just, you know, you'll be the first to do it.
2: It's just a mess.
0: It's just yes. a
2: whole mess.
0: I, 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 I don't... As, as, a, as a community-based streamer, uh, I think I'm, a, I'm allowed to say that. Like, I'm, I'm quite sort of community-friendly. I, I, I love the people that I speak to on Twitter and who come to my stream endlessly. I can't imagine doing that to them.
1: No. You build I... trust. Yes. That's, that's, I... a, that's what you do as a streamer. You trust that builds loyalty. That's why people come back and see you. But some people don't care about that. Apparently, I don't know.
0: I mean, my my gameplay is not going to hold any attention, so I mean, I've got to build it. <laughs> I've got to build it elsewhere, and I I just. Kirsty raises a really interesting point there. Yeah, so these regulatory boards, um, are they frightened of the internet? Do we think?
1: I mean, are I they think they have a lot of how to,
0: to proceed with it.
1: I, I I would say with a level of certainty, they have no fucking clue how the internet works. Uh, if the UK government's anything to go by, the UK government are absolutely baffled as far as it's concerned. Like, for example, they they wanted every single thing that every single user online to be logged. Like, every website you went to, every image you looked at, every thing that you did. And ISPs have turned around and gone, yeah, that's physically impossible. Do you understand how much storage alone that we would need in order to do that? It's, it's not feasible. Like, it's absolutely not feasible. And they've gone, well, we're going to pass it into law because it's something that we want. It, it, like, they have no understanding of just the requirements and the the needs, and it it makes no sense. Uh, they they don't pull in the correct sort of experts in order to give opinions that are actually taken on board and actioned. Uh, it just doesn't occur, and it's madness.
0: I really hope that this gets looked at again. Mm. I really, really hope. I I don't I don't understand a lot of a lot of legal sort of. Um, uh, oh my words aren't great today. you can tell I was working till five, can't you? Uh, I don't understand a lot of legal process. Um, I, I don't I don't understand whether things like this can be looked at again, but I really really hope that they can um, because well, there's a, there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of really interesting viewpoints coming across um, from a lot of the uh, industry based lawyers that, that, that we're seeing. Um, and yeah this really needs to be looked at again it really needs to be looked at again because this is still happening with things like fifa's ultimate team coin men kicking footballs thing um it's still happening with that it's still happening with things like uh your knife giveaways you look at places like instagram instagram Mm -hmm. is is super full of people who who don't quite understand how kind of advertising works and things like that and it's it's difficult for sure Um, I, i
1: mean i'm still very strongly of the opinion that basic crate opening inside of CSGO is against gambling laws if allowed to be done by under 18s which is Um, that that it is literally gambling it's the literal definition of gambling you are exchanging money in order to receive a chance of winning an item or money that's what gambling means
0: but we're (laughs) seeing that everywhere now aren't we I mean you look at um uh, you look at what's being done with uh, Shadow of War
1: Mm mm-hmm
2: right but you're getting something for your money. It's guaranteed that you get something. It, with like regular gambling, you you can you could lose. lose it all. Yeah. Yeah, you lose it all. So I think there's just like the gray area in between. Yeah.
1: Well, because you're guaranteed a prize, it becomes more like a thing at a fucking carnival, where you you know you pay to like to have a lucky dip, or you know throw some a ball at some cans or something, and maybe win a prize or something.
0: Yeah. Because I mean, even with—I mean—you look at uh, Overwatch uh, loot boxes. Even when you get duplicates, you get coins instead. And thankfully, yeah. they're starting to rebalance those now, so that mm-hmm. you get—well, they say you get <laughs> less duplicates. I'm not entirely convinced that that's a thing, um, <laughs> but they—they're telling us that we're getting less duplicates, so I'm—I'm—you know—I'm likely to believe that. Um, I know
2: they changed. I think they put into a law that. Like if you have something like that in your game in like China or something, you have to put the uh, the ratio of yeah like yeah. certain things, yeah. which
1: is a good idea. Yeah, that like again with gambling machines in the UK, you have to put that like for you know like the virtual slot machines right. and stuff. You you have to have that on there. That has to be somewhere within the. There's like usually a little button that go, takes you to like the the I don't know the wind lines and whatever else, that's it's usually in there somewhere. Mm. Like they have to do that by law.
0: Why aren't but we spreading yeah.
1: this ag- all disciplines? You know.
0: Yeah, but yeah, no. This is a this is an entire mess. Um, mm. It's actually horrendous, and the fact that children have been encouraged to spend and lose money—that's
1: I... potentially not even theirs in the first place.
0: Yeah, that's that's shocking, and I really do hope this gets looked at um, again, because that's. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Should we should we good. talk about something that makes us a little bit happier?
1: Yeah, this is this is pretty cool. I like this a lot. Yeah. Um, it's it's kind of the the hopefully the dawn of a new age of uh, cross-platforming. So Killer Instinct is making its way to PC, but more importantly, making its way to Steam, and it will be cross-platforming with Xbox One, and with the windows app as well the the microsoft store on uh, their own horrible horrific app that barely works and kind of coughs and falls over half the time
2: it's already so, on it's already on pc it's just through the windows 10 like shop yeah the,
1: the horrible store thing yeah
2: i mean it's <laughs> a free game so how could you not
1: true although don't you only get one character rotating yeah they ro-
2: they rotate yeah but if you uh, if you have it on xbox and you have all the characters it'll go over Open. to the, yeah
0: oh does it oh, yeah. That's useful. yeah
2: it's the cloud saves or whatever mm. yeah.
0: they're
1: basically the same console in inverted commas effectively aren't they um but yeah so this this opens a, an interesting door i suppose and because this is the first time that i am aware of of direct compatibility between all three platforms in it some, somewhat inverted commas because Xbox One and the Windows Store app are almost the same platform at this stage, Uh, as far as as Microsoft's concerned anyway. If it's on one, it's on the other almost every single time now. Um, So hopefully this opens a door for more of this cross-compatibility, so you can play with other consoles and other markets and whatever else, because there was a problem a little while back with, I want to say, was it Advanced Warfare? where there was a Windows Store version of it that was suspiciously like 15, 20 pound cheaper than the Steam version of it. And then it turns out when you get that game that you can only play with people that also had it on the Windows Store. Yeah. yeah. And it was the most bullshit bogus thing. The amount of refunds they had for that were just horrendous. Um, so, you know, hopefully this is the start of just going, well, it doesn't really matter where you buy it. You can just play with people on whatever platform you're on and add friends and whatever. That'd be great.
0: That'd be super nice, though. <laughs> That'd be really. There's nothing worse than having to go. Yeah, but what platform do you have it on? And it's really unfortunate that recently Sony have gone. Yeah, we're not. We're not really into doing crossplay. That that hurts like mental. Hmm. Because there's nothing worse. I mean, with, with Destiny at the moment, we we're, we're having to have that thing of where are you looking to get it? Because I'll have to get it on the same platform as
1: are you going to wait for PC to come out because PC's coming out later so or is it worth getting Or do I play it in?
0: with PS4 because my friends are all playing it on PS4 right now and being able no. to play together is, is actually a really magical thing.
2: Yeah. yeah so- supposedly this is for like their next summer E3 stuff like the Better Together that's mm-hmm. what they're calling it. So <clears throat> they already they're already starting to do this with like minecraft and stuff where the windows 10 can play with xbox and xbox can play with switch and all that and they all play with each other mm-hmm. um and last i heard xbox is supposedly talking to sony about like working together but i don't i don't really see it happening
1: they've been talking a very very long time back and forth yeah, yeah. uh since, since like the previous gen they've been talking about doing cross-compatibility so hmm. uh, and I, I honestly wonder where the the dragon of heels is in that equation like is it at Sony's end or is it Microsoft trying to put some caveats in place that don't meld with the the PS4 platform like there's not, never really been anything that sort of expressly said this is why this doesn't happen uh, which I find kind of interesting
0: I mean, recently we have we've had Sony, I'm sure, say that they are not looking to bring crossplay. Um, but I, I, yeah, as you as you say, I don't know if there was a reason given or anything like that. Um, yeah. Not not expressly.
2: I know Sony, like with their Street Fighter V, that plays with the PC, but that's the only instance that I know of. Mm. That and Rocket you- League.
1: Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um. So
1: they have no trouble going back and forth with Steam, so it must be, you know, a a chafing between Sony and Microsoft that's, you know, the issue. Hmm.
2: If you remember, I think on the PS3 for a little while, they had Steam on it. Like, you could sign in through your Steam.
0: Oh, could you really? Yeah. Oh. I
2: don't remember that. It was like when it first came out. It was either PS2 or PS3, but I'm pretty sure it's PS3. Yeah,
0: that sounds like a a PS3 thing. That... See that's that's kind of telling. And again, like I, I.
1: Oh, yeah, the Portal Two thing, right? Yes. Right. Hmm.
0: No, I, I'd love to see. I'd love to see more of this. And it's nice to see. Again, it's nice to see Microsoft embracing this whole better together thing, right? Better connected, which whichever one it is. Um, it'll be nice to be able to not worry about what platforms people are on. Right. Um, there's nothing worse than it. It's bad enough with Blizzard servers and I mean you look at things like Warcraft now. Warcraft, when you sign in as an Alliance character or as a Horde character, you can get people in to play with you no matter what server they're on. So we're...
1: Which is very interesting. Like, technologically that's very interesting how they even manage that. Like That's, that's, but that's uh, really that, exciting
0: because I always get told off for being on the wrong server. Um... <laughs>
1: Well, that's the bane of the MMO existence, isn't it? No matter what server you're on, like, uh, X percent of your friends will be on this one, this one, this one, this one, this one, and this one, Mm. uh, because of X people and won't want to move from them. So you always end up, like, split across so many different servers.
2: I feel like Rocket League kind of started this whole thing. Yeah. It's like the first game that actually did it pretty well.
1: it was such a breakout success as well and it's pretty seamless but after they got past the initial server issues it's it's been pretty realistic yeah
0: Yeah. and rocket league is one of those where i don't feel there's a huge skill difference between uh I'm, i'm probably gonna get crucified for saying it but yeah, there's not a huge skill difference between controller and mouse and keyboard whereas for things like fps's there may well be
1: right I, I um, think you'd have to be mad to play Rocket League on a keyboard and mouse, uh, but that's just me.
2: Playing an FPS on a shooter is... Or playing,
1: uh... Rocket League. Ro- Rocket League, keyboard and uh, mouse would be madness, I think, but,
0: uh... But then, I, I, play... I used to play Rocket League with a mouse and keyboard, and that was how I was comfortable. I've, I've always been a bit backwards, though. But I can't imagine, <laughs> as you say, playing a shooter without a mouse and keyboard.
1: Right. Oh, yeah, sure.
0: That, that... even the thought yeah, makes me yeah, feel a little yeah. bit <laughs> ill. Um,
1: How people aim with a controller is beyond me. Even with aim assist on, I just feel like I'm some floating ballerina. Just kind of like gaily swiveling around in my own time. Don't worry about these 50 men barreling down towards me. That's my experience.
0: No, it's it's an odd one. And for you consider games like Overwatch that have uh, a lot of character to, again, how their characters move, how their camera looks around, how their guns Mm -hmm. shoot, like there's got to be a, a skill gap surely between controller and mouse and keyboard. Right. There's 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 got to be But um,
2: on consoles, you'll like if you're on Xbox or PS4 they control the same, so. Right. That, that shouldn't be too much of a like hassle.
0: But, but. switching between mouse and keyboard playing a, I, I would feel bad playing against somebody at my skill level but with a control just, I, I'm, not, I'm not explaining this very well. Somebody who's as good as me uh, at the game with a controller is actually going to be lots better than me. Because I hold mm. a controller and I'm like a wet noodle. Like, I, I can't look in the right direction and I can't move in the. And it, it. Like, RPGs, like first person narrative games and things, I understand how the controller works, but the fine motor kind of skills to be able to react that fast just aren't there.
1: Well, it's it's the same thing as like you know mouse sensitivities and whatever else. Like, right. Whenever you, well, I mean, perfect example. Whenever Pip comes around my mine and uses my mouse, she can't control it because I have my sensitivity up really high. I'm super used to that. Pip isn't, and she just rockets off the screen and almost bursts out the side of it every time she tries to move the mouse.
0: I have um, to be able to move my entire arm to be able to use a mouse.
1: Yeah, she, she uses her mouse normally like CSGO players do, like just swiping everything off of the desk Yeah, <laughs> every inch that she moves across the screen.
0: Well, you have Hickling to be careful up. of my elbows I'm as I'm playing again. video games. It's terrible. Um. <laughs> but these guys, when they play, you don't see their hand move. When these guys right. play video games, you just don't see their hand move. Whereas I have to be like all elbows and out everywhere. I'm I'm like a gazelle trying to play video games. Like, That's part
1: of the strat. You should go into esports. Just elbow the enemy team off. Great. Yep.
0: Right. Yep. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of I worry I worry in that regard with some genre of games that there is going to be a skill difference there because of the whole controller versus mouse and keyboard thing. But for other games. Maybe not so much. For games that don't require you to have on-point reactions or whose control schemes work kind of evenly across both.
1: Mm. It'd well, be that's really the, that's nice the to not keeping, have to worry. Uh, yeah, and that's the argument for keeping stuff like um, aim assist on uh, uh, or in-games at all. Uh, and it's, it frustrates me to no end. Because it's never well done when they port it to PC. Um, was it the last two Call of Duty games? If you moved around using the thumbstick on the controller, you got aim assist on your mouse if you used that to aim. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't think they ever fixed it. I'm pretty sure they never fixed it.
0: kids Yes. Wonderful. <laughs> That's fair.
1: It was brilliant. Like, you, you see people playing and it's like, you just move anywhere vaguely near, it head headshot every time. It's fine. <laughs> So it's not even properly employed when they bother doing it. Yeah, it
2: only applies to, like, first-person shooters, though. True. Yeah.
0: I mean, you Anything else at,
2: is fine. Yeah, Like fighters at, or racing.
0: Yeah. Even down to stuff like uh, Final Fantasy XIV. I don't know anybody yeah. who struggles or plays worse with a controller. I don't know anybody who struggles with X content because they're on a controller.
1: I can't imagine playing that on a controller. You like, know some people that do? Mm. Uh, I know people that do, but I still can't imagine it. I've watched people that do, and I still can't imagine it. Like, yeah. it just blows my
0: mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is it kind of like when rudism uses a baguette, and you kind of look at it and go, but how? But that's what? Bunch oh, of
1: bananas. shots than I do, motherfucker. Like.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think my favourite was the Mountain Dew Soap Doritos. That was my favourite controller that he's made so far. Because
1: it, the breakages. <laughs> so
0: then he'd eat them and try and replace but yeah, no, I'd, that's the only thing that I'd be worried about, but for me, honestly, I, being able to not worry about what platform my friends have would be great. That'd be super, yep. and the more of this we see, the better, honestly. This is a really yep. super positive thing, um, and I kind of hope that Sony come round a little bit and they work out something, and I, I, know, that's, I know that's a long shot, And I, I really do, Um, but so many of my friends were wrong and went out and bought Xbox Ones. Hate to see it happen to you. Awful. Um,
1: Enjoy your exclusive game. I think
2: if they don't, if they, if they don't do anything, I think we can just all yell at them and they'll be like,
1: yeah, okay. Well, unfortunately, you can't downvote PS4 on Steam so nothing will happen that's, that's the only way you can can, anything done today,
0: can we review bomb the PS4 now <laughs> um.
1: hit them up on Amazon oh that's it <laughs> alright right. Should we, um, yeah. we roll on forward let's crack we, on we're talking about current gen consoles and this this ties into that to some degree my favourite
0: uh, game
1: you didn't like it did you but you're fucking wrong uh, so <laughs> L.A. Uh one of my favourite games, actually. I, I really really dug this, I don't know why. Uh, I'll but put my hands up, really... I do
0: need to try it again. The last time it was spoiled for me, so I, I do need to okay, try yeah, that... it again.
1: Yeah, yeah that, that, that definitely doesn't help, but there's just something about the gameplay and the story, the way it built up, I really does. But uh, L.A. Noir is coming to PS4 and Xbox One as a remastered version, so even shinier, and also... To VR on the HTC Vive, Vive Vive Move. I, I never remember uh, I'm exactly. I'm gonna call, gonna call it five.
0: the Move from it's now on. Vive, the vive. Yep.
1: When when I first got shown one, I, they called it the Vive, and it's just stuck in my head ever since.
0: Oh, it's a and that was Sorry. the person
1: presenting me with the HTC Vive. But anyway, and um, so, you
0: missed you missed the important one.
1: Oh, oh, and, and some some fucking Nintendo tablet thing. It's coming to the uh, flat Nintendo! It's coming to the Switch as well. Uh which is not pretty cool. Remastered. The first not remastered. No. No, that's basically. They get the shaft. It.
2: They get the shaft with it.
0: Yes. But yeah. and presumably with the
1: premium for having it on a cart, which is about ten dollars extra.
0: Yeah, because they're thirty two um, gig cards, they're expensive. Yeah.
1: Oh uh, yeah, that's true. But it's just unfortunate that it's always a little bit more expensive on switch because of that but um interestingly yeah they're doing it on the Vive by a i'm gonna i'm gonna say it wrong continually just, play
0: the all the time say, now.
1: just that's it yeah i'm just, just gonna make to a, i'm just gonna put my phone on vibrate and just kind of hold it near the might like, it'll be fine um so i did uh, for for that uh, it will be seven sort of self-contained cases from the original game that they bring across. It's not the full game. It's uh it's select cases that are gonna be across on that. But again with like the upgraded Super Duper uh remastered side of it, which I haven't seen I haven't seen any shots from how it's remastered. The game looked pretty good, to be honest, for, for especially how old it is now. What three, four years? It's older than that. Older than that?
0: I'll
1: have a look. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah, it was probably... Six or seven, like, okay. I would imagine, actually.
0: L.A. Noire is 2011, the 17th of May, 2011.
1: Yeah. There you go. So I remember getting it and I couldn't quite stream it properly, and my account's not terribly much older than L.A. Noire coming out. Uh, so that's how I remember. Um, but yeah, I, 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 what I want is L.A. Noire 2. I want more of this, but it's not going to happen because Team Bondi just collapsed in on itself like a fucking shouted at souffle, and that'll be it. Um, And it's unfortunate, I feel like Rockstar could just kind of go, "Hmm." in view of people liking LA Noire, we'll get some people that aren't working hideous overtime and being treated like slaves and get them to make it, and it'll be great
2: we well,
1: are
0: uh, working on Red Dead and possibly yeah. Bully 2, so... Oh, Bully 2,
1: though! Yes! i got time for Bully 2. Yeah. Bully 2. never
0: um, played Bully, Bully, Bully,
1: Bully 1, so... <sighs> yes. So good. Bully
2: Am I fucking up? Am I fucking up there? A
0: little
1: bit. You are. You, you've really missed good. out on, uh, on okay. a chunk of childhood. Gen- uh, Genuinely,
0: <laughs> it's one of those that... Um, you kind of look at it and go, eh? And you hear the premise and you go, eh? And then you play it and you go, ah! because it works yeah yeah Yeah. it 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 works like gta but in school um Mm. kind of doesn't
1: Uh, but like but like half of the school is cops and if you're not doing what you should be doing then you have to run away from them but you've got a chance of running away from them because they don't have guns
0: (laughs) it's kind of it's kind of if you can find a bicycle you can also bicycle away from them um, ah. There are mini games to get girls to kiss you, from what I remember.
1: Yeah, I vaguely remember that. And you can mow the grass. Yeah. Sure, I remember that as well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it just. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We've really it's, sold it's... it to you, no, haven't no, we? I no, 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 no. It's a, it's <laughs> a... I'm just
2: ready to mow the grass. That's all I <laughs>
0: <having>. It's a <laughs> super odd concept. It's kind of like every time I try and explain Pandora's Tower to somebody. Um. And I, that's one of my favourite games, but I never do it any justice because it's so bizarre that you kind of like, well, it, 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 it's this, but it does work, I promise. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it I, I promise it works. And I think a 2 would be really good. A lot
1: of good. games are like that. If, if, you, if you put, like, oh, some kind of marsupial that's been stuck in a go-kart and decides to go around really fast, uh, but it's also a bit like the one with the plumber.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not baking. sold
1: on that concept. I can see
0: it. Well, oh, there's, a, there's a... um uh, Tasmanian Tiger's family have been sent to another dimension by an angry emu. Use your mm-hmm. boomerangs to get shiny rocks from turkeys in order to rescue them. I mean... Like, I'll be honest,
1: I'm sold on that one. <laughs> Tasmanian
0: Tiger is wonderful, game.
1: Please, just just take take... <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's one that works Um, I, f- I feel like I just want the podcast now to be the worst explanation of games that I can find <laughs> to,
1: to be, be that f- hashtag on Twitter, right?
0: Feed your vegetarian girlfriend disgusting monster meat to stop her from becoming a slug
2: The hell is that?
0: That's called Pandora's Tower and it is the best huh? Wii game ever hands down, flat out it is the Best Wii game ever. You are a man with a whip, whose girlfriend is slowly being turned into a slug. So there's like a time element where you go into a dungeon, you find enough meat to stop her from becoming a slug, and you force it down her throat. And then you go back in the dungeon, you finish the dungeon, uh, and you give her this 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 um, like bigger piece of like brain or whatever to stop her from uh, from being cursed forever. So you hold off the curse until you get all of these brains in a row, and then you force your vegetarian girlfriend to eat them all, and then she's cured. It's- I need need this. It's genuinely wonderful! (laughs) You can bring her stuff from the dungeons and she will make you curtains and tablecloths out of them.
1: Can anyone in the chat back up these claims from Pip? Because, to be honest, I think she's having a nervous breakdown. (laughs)
0: Genuinely! (laughs) Genuinely! Uh, I will, I will link the game in chat because it's, it's, a fucking wonderful game. Um, I, I, it needed a better budget than it had. It desperately needed a better budget than it had. But it, <laughs> that aside, I, just,
1: I can't, I can't. There you go, can uh,
0: confirm Pandora's Tower is in fact a Wii game.
1: Yes, there's and, a game oh, called Pandora's Tower as well. that does exist. Yes, I'll, I'll believe it so, that far. As far as feeding your vegetarian slug girlfriend meat, I'm not sure. No, yes, yes,
0: yes, yes. Yeah, no, no, no. She turns into a slug, and she gets really unhappy if you leave her for too long without bringing her meat back.
1: <laughs> Which is, uh, as I would yes. too.
0: Yeah, their their religion in the in the world that they've come from um, dictates that that she's never eaten meat. So every time you feed her meat, she goes through this weird gagging cutscene. Um... <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'm playing
1: that shit. That's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I really I, I know how she I feels.
0: Don't I don't know. How... <laughs> I can't I can't find the right words, but it's my favorite. Weekend. This is gonna I be find... like
1: your fucking story no! from like a few no, weeks this ago. One a fanfic.
0: This one exists. I promise. Right. you did find a link this time, exist, at least. Maybe, but this one actually. And it's <laughs> wonderful, and I love it, hands down. It's brilliant. Please buy it. You can buy it on the Wii U Virtual Store. It's A plus plus. You can buy it as a Wii game for like next to no money. Go and buy it. It's wonderful. I love it. I was
1: gonna say because a tab of acid is about a tenner. <laughs> so if it's, it's about like, that price, it's slightly so more get expensive than a tab
0: of acid, but it'll last you longer. So it's not. That's not a problem.
1: Okay, got it. Um, I feel yeah. like we've we've Strayed a from L.A. Oh, Noire? I'm so sorry! 19- <laughs> from the 1940s! <laughs> containing no slugs! <laughs> as far as I'm aware, no vegetarians!
0: I'm so sorry, uh, but... I... I like
1: L.A. Noir! And now here we are, talking about a fucking slug princess!
0: like she's the best slug princess you leave her alone she makes tablecloths and curtains to stop you from being sad okay she's the best okay oh one of these days i'm gonna stream it on this channel and just be like okay you want to see slug women let's go and it's gonna be it's gonna be fabulous but yes uh let's be cops 1950s it is uh it was a it was a bit draggy for me but I think with a remaster it especially on the Switch actually if, if it's on the Switch I will probably give it another go
1: it, it definitely starts slow the, the training missions are kind of a bit poo but once you get into the proper thing like you get your first promotion after the training missions and get into like the proper cases and it actually becomes deductions and skill based and trying to read people and stuff like that right.
2: are they adding anything yeah. to it hmm are they adding like any cases
1: or anything as far as I'm aware now it's just shinier mm-hmm. mm, upgraded gra- got the graphics is very nice mm-hmm.
2: I wonder if it, PC's getting a update at all
1: yeah I mean I don't see why not like 4 you know they're putting it up to 4k on on the other platforms why wouldn't they oh there you go Windows PC version oh no that's the original um oh so you now nothing stated about it so far mm-hmm. but Eh. Uh, it'd be nice to get the option, and the fact that they're doing the VR version as well. Like, you think well, they're touching the PC code for right. it? So while they're there, why don't they just have a uh, mess around and actually frighten there? But you know, hey
0: ho. Uh, hopefully, this means that either we're getting more of your masters of cool stuff, or we're getting sequels of cool stuff, or we're getting sequels of this. That would be nice.
1: Whoa. What a sequel! Of course you do. I wanna be the dickhead vice guy and run around slapping prostitutes. That's that's
0: Oh god. Should we move away from that and on to gun crime instead?
1: Well, it's not quite gun crime. I've never seen anyone get arrested for for shooting another person in PUBG, but No, we'll but roll... you
0: know what I mean. You know what I mean. So, so we we have a I double? don't like this one either.
1: No neither do I to be honest, but it's pretty it's pretty impressive, which is why it yeah. kinda comes up. Um PUBG have sold 10 million plus copies now. Like 10% of them pay, play concurrently. They, they they tipped over a million concurrent players uh, uh, over the past couple of days. And that's mental. That's insane. That's more than any other game on Steam. More than Dota 2, which have these enormous world championships like every other fucking week it feels like.
2: Yeah.
0: It That's was. Mad. It was super interesting as well to see it take over um, uh, in front of CS:GO, in front of Hearthstone on Twitch, and at one point it was in front of League on Twitch, mm-hmm. and that is unheard of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're if we're looking at it now, there are um, over one hundred eighty-one thousand people watching League, and over one hundred sixty thousand people playing uh, or watching PUBG. That's, that's close. That's mm. really close, considering.
1: It's closer than anything else has really come, other than like on re- launch days and.
0: And then they disappear again. Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because like Dota 2 will uh, overtake them for like when there's an event on and there isn't for League. Uh, but other than that, they, they won't really overtake typically.
0: Yeah, I mean, Starladder. Is it called Star Ladder? I always forget. I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan of Dota. Um, it's too complex for my MOBA needs. I'm a hot in the league kind of girl. Um, so whenever that's on, Dota creeps back up again. But Dota's been falling away. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's super interesting to see as well how this one has done well, considering the failures of the other battle royale games that we've had
1: saying before but then you know if there's anyone to make a battle royale game the dude that has like made a lot of battle royale games and made mods for other games to include battle royales and whatever he's probably the bloke that you'd ask to get done uh he's definitely i would say he's arguably the most experienced battle royale type person out there really well he was Uh, the one working with uh
2: sony online i'm pretty sure with the h1c1 battle yeah.
1: royale yeah yeah he, he and, did um, i think he did some of the the king of the kill stuff for yeah. them question mark
2: and he didn't um, like it so he was like
1: fuck this i'm making my own hmm. pretty much t- t- took his football and went home i right. think it, uh-
0: <laughs> and to be fair you can see the lessons that he's learned and he's put those into practice because um, while I'm not a big fan of Battle Royale games, it is literally only because I have potato aim. I I genuinely have um, so much respect for the way that this game has been designed.
1: Mm. It's, um, a also, I do it. it's a good game. He's a nice guy. He's actually a really, really nice lad, <laughs> which is a bonus.
2: And, yeah, and they listen to like the community and stuff, which yeah. is mm-hmm. Which really is a nice. big
0: thing, yeah. Um, because you look at things like, um, oh gosh, my brain's just died. The one that, there was a, a Battle Royale game that was in early access and it kind of felt almost a bit Borderlandsy in the tutorial. And then you actually played it and it wasn't. It lacked all kind of character. And they changed it massively and the player base just dropped off because they refused to listen to the community about how to manage it. And I, I wish I could remember what it was um, called because I played a little like bit it, of it.
2: It was the game show one, kind of. Yeah. What was it called? Oh so yeah. a little I think Back. I think culling.
0: that says a lot that we don't even remember what it was called. The culling. Yes, culling. there you go, culling. Because that wasn't that long ago. That that Yeah, it was around. about a
2: year ago. It was about mm. a year just, half ago.
1: nothing changed and things kept breaking. The the smart thing that was done here with with Player Unknown is he clearly or well I say he, is it it's not just him just sat there going, I, I fucking know the secrets to the universe yeah. and every minute. it. it totally he does because he's going to revolutionise the industry. Uh, but like, you know, his team have like a shitload or had a shitload of stuff in the pipeline. When they launched onto early access, they had months of content already stocked in the pipeline hmm. so they can keep drip feeding it out and drip feeding it out through the early access process to keep people engaged and involved and interested and there's new guns coming out and there's these skins coming out and there's this balance in there we're going to add this new type of car in there and we're going to i don't know overhaul this thing blah 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 blah.
0: i think vaulting is Um, a big one as well they're bringing in vaulting and they're bringing them they if they brought in or are they bringing in um like being able to actually look around walls and and it give you decent cover and things like that whereas mm-hmm. that was quite difficult in some of the other games that I, I know that I played um, the... I think that's
2: been there since the beginning the Good. looking yeah. around walls and oh, stuff oh there you go
0: um, it's the vaulting then isn't it that they're looking to bring in I
2: think they just recently brought it in
0: Yeah. And I'm, I have potato aim I couldn't play this if I tried so I'm so no. far behind on um Oh yeah, and in... a whole new
1: map as well. Like oh, it's there you just go. like oh, yeah. oh, this is there's the coming. city
0: map, isn't it? That they're building. There's like
1: three new maps coming out.
0: Ooh. I
1: think. I, thought, I there think there's three. one that's like very close, though. Like very close to actual release. Their desert one,
0: mm.
2: which is the city yeah. one, I think. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: That sounds about right. Um, oh, it's real vaulting. Vaulting isn't there yet, but it's super close. There you go. There you but, go. But
1: yeah, that, I mean that's a lot of content to have kind of chugging through. Mm in the early access period uh, it's m- more so than any other game that I'm aware of
0: they just need to be a bit careful I think of how long it stays in early access because um, I think that's, that's a lot of people's concern now is that it'll never be finished and pe- despite what people say they like a finished game they at like this to point- have new content but they like to have a game that is done and all that's being added is extra things for them to have um, you know they they want a game that mechanically is complete
1: um, I, I agree with that but I, I would also argue that it doesn't fucking matter at this point they've, they've got eSports stuff going on around this, they're yeah. putting out content for free uh, you know like new uh, additional stuff like these maps and uh, guns and extra shit that they've put into the game, it's all free stuff that they're just throwing into the game like, I will say that I don't like the crate system that they keep putting in these games oh god no they're they tossed
0: can you explain that to me because i i having not played it's it. it's basically
1: I'm... like a
2: csco crate or something
0: oh right okay like
2: every other battle royale game like has a crate system and right. they, they added one to this one and i just
1: well i did it wasn't that temporary wasn't that just to raise the cash for the gamescom uh invitational i'm pretty sure that was to create the prize ball for that and there was some unique items in that and now it's gone away again question mark maybe it might possibly? be gone
2: now i haven't ch- i haven't played the game in
1: like i'm pretty while. sure i just seem to remember talking about it on this show at some point before gamescom mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> um, yeah i think that's what that was
2: but they have the key system and the crate system and it's
1: just yeah Ugh. the traditional shit sandwich of uh, most games nowadays great um but yes that's it's, oh, it's uh, amazing
0: it's doing so well
1: Oh yes, yeah, it's it's yeah, really yeah. cool, and as I say I think it's worth highlighting. Even though I don't care for the game in any way, shape, or form, uh, I think it's I think it's really impressive that while I, while I still think that this entire genre is a buggy mess and a piece of shit and doesn't really work properly, and people just go, oh, but uh, around any point that you make that's negative towards that game, because they just happen to enjoy it and refuse to see anything further than that they enjoy it and they just ignore all of the bad flaws that are in the game just because they enjoy it. Um, but ignoring all of that it's quite impressive that it's done so well because mm. it's been managed well yeah. and it's been presented well um, despite the fact that it is one of these games that does not work as well as people would like to think it does Um so yeah, yeah I think it's pretty cool
0: hmm. yep. good time I can go with that
1: <laughs> can, can we stop talking about PUBG now <laughs> <laughs> now that, now that I've had be... my breakfast.
0: Well, the problem is we we spoke a lot about The Witcher and then we spoke a lot about Overwatch. And now we're talking a lot about PUBG and it's really interesting to see how we're kind of...
1: I'm gonna pledge, I'm gonna pledge right now, next week I'm not gonna talk about fucking PUBG. Alright, that's it. I don't care, I don't care if they donate £20 billion to every charity on the face of the earth. I don't care, I'm not gonna talk about it.
0: That's fine, you can okay. sit and be quiet then and I'll finally get to have a word in edgeways. Let's nah, talk just... a little bit about Mario. Damn. I deal with this I
1: am That's the fun part, Like it's just not gonna happen. Great.
0: Yeah. Uh, right. I... <laughs> can we please talk about Mario? Because I actually like Mario and this the, the fact that this story is even on our books baffles me endlessly, but let's go with it.
1: I think it's a great story. I put this on there very purposefully. Because I think this is a fantastic story. Mm -hmm. And it's the fact that finally, finally, they've gone, yeah, Mario's not really a plumber. Because he's done every other, well, he's not specifically a plumber anymore. Anymore. He's, he's, yeah, he's retired from from plumbing uh, full time in order to pursue every other job under the sun at the same time. Because, let's face it, Mario is probably more experienced than any, anyone on the face of the planet in so many different disciplines. Um, I, I don't know, I just find this really cool. Because he very, very rarely actually does anything to do with a fucking pipe anymore. Other than occasionally dip into one. Which, as far as I remember, uh, don't get me wrong, I've not passed any kind of degree in plumbing. But as far as I remember, plumbing doesn't directly involve dipping into pipes. Um,
0: <laughs> Depends how small you are, I guess.
1: I mean, I suppose. I'm going to fix one from the inside. Um, but yeah, he's done like every other job under the sun. He's now going to be start molesting humans and jumping on taxis in Odyssey and 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 going on archaeological digs or something. I don't know. Like, he seems, like there was that, that thing in the desert where he's like... Hitting about in some ruins and whatever else I presume he's going to be an archaeologist of some description this time around um, There's probably going to be some really ugh, Horrendous Assassin's Creed crossover Because why not Because oh, um,
0: everybody's uh, having
2: one of those now The, yeah. shots, the shots fired
1: Well every, everyone's having one nowadays so Why the fuck not just throw Mario in Why not it'd be a laugh Won't ruin the franchise at all Um <laughs> so, Still so sorry Um yeah, I just think it's really interesting that he's now the, the do-it-all. He's, he's basically a DIY man for every single job under the sun. I mean, that's great. He's basically everyone's dad. Like, it's just, <laughs> oh, what? You need some shelves up? Ah, oh, don't worry. I'll, I'll fucking sort out. Of, don't, don't get anyone in. I'll sort out the shelving. Oh, Leaky Tap. Ah, oh, I've got that. Don't you call the... Like, oh uh, no, uh,
0: Leaky Tap no more. He ain't a plumber no more. You've actually got to get um, a plumber in to do that one.
1: Uh, well yeah the the one job that for uh, Mario will outsource is plumbing now.
0: I just I love <laughs> the dedication that um, Nintendo have to their characters. all, all like these Mario years plumber. Mario has been a plumber and he's not been a plumber not in any way shape or form, but Nintendo have got this very strange, very unique kind of um almost like a, a bond with their characters. Where their characters are this thing and this thing exists and it in it in it ages and it, it visits these different places and all that sort of thing. And it's it's really nice to see them have that dedication to their characters. You
1: know? Oh, did you see um what was that that image of Mario that they put out where he's got like individual hairs in his moustache and you can see like his paws on his skin and stuff like that, like yeah the man's a fucking cartoon character and you're going so far as to be like literally individual hairs in the moustache they care like,
0: endlessly about their characters and I love it I, yeah, and love I, I
1: just love it. that a bloke what jumps around a bit and and bonks on people's <laughs> heads and headbutts blocks She
0: sound Has like cool. me trying to describe Sonic
1: he doesn't headbutt them he doesn't headbutt them
2: <laughs> just letting you know it's his fist just yeah.
0: saying
1: <laughs> What's that? well look like, uh, all I remember is from like playing it on my Game Boy from like way back when, where it just looked like he was giving himself like brain aneurysms every time he <laughs> But it's like,
2: Concussion like, City.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, which is fine. That's okay. Uh, he's a doctor as well. So it's so okay. Like... <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just find it fascinating that, you know, some lad that used to just jump around and hit things and whatever else, and that was about the entirety of his life and chase after a princess, has lore. And he's, he's got a purpose to his being beyond, oh, as a princess over there, you should probably go and, you know, like, help her.
2: He's a go-kart driver, he's, he's a golfer, he's a partier, mm-hmm. yeah. sports player, Olympics, he's, he's in the Olympics.
0: Yep. Yeah! Yep. New
1: Sonic! No less. You
0: know, he's a, he's a tennis player, he's a golfer, he's a, he's yeah. a janitor. He's a cleaner-upper fella, in. He's a yeah. fucking
1: yeah. fighter and fucking uh, like smash as well, yep. basically. Yep. yep. He what, he's an actor guy. in the Mario <laughs> 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 movie. Oh about yeah!
0: Look! Look at that denim! Look at the! Look at the! The! The level of detail on the denim on the picture that's just been posted in chat.
1: What? What? Are Mario's dungarees made out of? Denim! 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 <laughs>
0: ever. Was is it a me lot that of told pizza, you that? Holy shit.
1: That's was, insane.
0: Was it was it me that told you that one? Because I freaking love that no, joke. So no,
1: I've known that one for a while.
0: Ugh oh, I mean, that joke makes That's me a so happy. That
1: one stored on ice for any occasion.
0: I often struggle to tell it because I say the first di- d and, and I just, <laughs> just fall apart. It's actually my favorite. Um yeah. you know, I, I love I love the the amount of love that they've put into Actually, a lot of their games recently. I think the Switch has been really yeah. good for putting a lot of love into their characters. Um, I, I, Breath of the Wild was lovely. That was a really nice mm-hmm. experience, and a lot of the characters were wonderful. I mean, I followed and, and Cass game... around to the ends of the earth, and the second that I heard the music, it was <gasps> Where? 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 Let's mm-hmm. go! Bird Wife is here! Where? Let's go! Like well, his bird has Bando, but still. Um,
1: That's it's fine but, but also like the, the fact that that game drew on so many other games to make tweaks to its gameplay style in order to improve the experience yep. Um, yep. and that's pretty impressive especially for Nintendo as well who, who tend to be quite insular Like they're, they're very much you know interested in the way that they do things and retaining that yep. so for them to have you know really learned lessons from other companies is really kind of a sign of growth, I guess, yeah. for them as a company. And they yeah, didn't they're
2: really... going. Oh, uh, they're just striving away from the uh, "if it's not broke, don't fix it" thing. Mm. New stuff, and I really enjoy it. Yeah, because Breath of the Wild was insane. Like yes. it was so good. That was the first like Zelda game I completed because oh, I, I
0: wasn't real? bored.
2: Yeah, <clears throat> all the other Zelda games, I'm just like, oh, okay.
0: See, Did you find finished... them at the time? 3
2: What's that? Which one? <laughs> oh, which one have I played before?
1: Yeah, but like yeah, and did you play them at the time yeah, like as they came out because I think it. that makes a difference.
2: Mm. I was really young and I really didn't understand like stuff mm. like that. So like when Majora's Mask came out, I didn't really get it. So I guess that kind of plays into it.
1: Yeah I, I, yeah, I can see that as well. Like, I think the majority of people that really, really, really love Zelda played them when they were young and got them when they were young. Well, right. or, or, or got them when they were out, rather, and, and, and really got the game, like, understood what, where they were supposed to be going. And I think if you miss that, I think it does take a level of nostalgia goggles to retain the love for it. Whilst they, they are good in their own right, and they do retain value in their own right, I think there's something f- to be said for it being time appropriate and not particularly like aging that well.
2: I, I did I did do that with Twilight Princess when that came out because that was on the Wii mm-hmm. and, and I got it then and I, it just didn't like just didn't hook for me like Breath of the Wild did. Yeah,
1: fair
0: enough. I, I struggled with that one and, and Breath of the Wild was one of the ones where I picked up immediately and went I know the story is that way I'm gonna go this way. And go and see what's over there. And that appeals to me as a, as a player. And it's why I liked Link to the Past so much. Because right. it went, the story's over there. But you can pop over this way if you'd like. And you can go and explore up this way if you'd like. And so that's... I'm going to
1: dip out in any other direction but there.
0: Yep. Yep, Link <laughs> to the Past opens and goes, hey, there are three different places you could go. Bye.
1: <laughs> and you going to go... Be ah. Back for dinner. Bye. <laughs>
0: okay, I'll um. Uh, ah, and I that that was my that was the first Zelda game that I fell in love with, and it's the one that I go back to time and time again because it, it does it gives you this sense of. There's a story. There's a sense of urgency, but it's on your terms. Yeah. And I think Breath of the Wild did that very well as well, where there's this story and there's this sense of urgency to, to get to, you know, the apex of your story, but you do it on your own time, by your own merits, in your own kind of way, um, mm-hmm. and that I really appreciated. I really appreciated, and it was nice to see the universe and the lore get as much love as it did Yeah, in that game, like it really was. Um, I know that we're going to talk about a different Nintendo game a little bit later on and I have so much love for that as well because they gave that so much love and so much character and it shows. And if they can carry on this trend with Switch games and I'm hoping that, you know, Odyssey is going to prove me right that um, we are seeing this this love for, you know, the, the lore that they have and the characters that they have um, and the Switch is going to be... Yeah, a great console to have, a great console to own, if it's not already, you know? It's already
1: luring me, and I'm, like, I I was very kind of pessimistic about the the support that the the console was going to get from first and third party, but it's already starting to, like, really build up some steam, and that's more than I expected. So certainly at this stage as well, Mm. because it's still very early days for the Switch. Yeah. So, um yeah it's impressive to see how much support it's got
2: yeah it's not even a year old yet and
0: And i take my over
1: Uh, if i remember rightly it has more like way more games on it than the ps3 had at this point in its lifespan i think so yeah yeah Uh, i remember seeing that stat uh, even that was a couple three months ago so i think It's it's way more than the wii u even had
0: Probably. Probably. Because we've we got things like um, Kamiko's on there and uh, Demambo is on there and um, oh my brain has just died. I've been playing a load of, of, of um, smaller games on it recently. Um, yeah. So the guys who made Fairune, um I think their game is called Kamiko and that's on there. That I'm enjoying the hell out of just for these very small pick up and put down experiences. I mean I, I take my Switch with me everywhere. So that if people want to play Mario Kart, it's there and we've got, you know, controllers and things. Yeah. But it means if I'm having to wait, I can play these shorter experiences. Mm. And obviously I'm, mm. I'm an, a big Isaac fan, big Isaac nerd, I play Isaac to death constantly. We're at 600 odd hours now and I hate my life. Um, oh no, I, I feel you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I, I used to be a, just an Isaac streamer, but...
0: Not anymore yeah. no i, I yeah you,
1: you went into rehab and you, you're making good progress right <laughs> yeah. i've been played it in months so we're doing good
0: you're doing better than i am i'm still fr- super frustrated every time my friends try to play with me and i'm like no don't pick that jump. okay that's, <sighs> that's sorry but that's fine you picked that up that's okay that's
1: fine. you picked them up in the wrong order do you not understand how the things were
0: it's when people pick up Devil Deals in the wrong order and I'm like, can you don't do maths?! Like, I, I just... Uh. Um, so, you know, I've been playing a lot of these pick up and put down experiences, um, you know, when and where with my Switch, and it has so much value in that. Regard- and, and that's not even considering, you know, Splatoon 2, which is wonderful, because it's more Splatoon, but it's tighter, and it's better made, and it's faster, and it, it, the content carries more weight. Um, Mm -hmm. Mario Kart which again is tighter and better and flashier and I love it endlessly you've got Breath of the Wild on there which again is great I've been playing the hell out of Just Dance because I hate every fiber of my being and I want to put myself (laughs) through that manner of torture again it's one of the most responsive Just Dance games that I've ever played and that means a hell of a lot for that kind of franchise like they're giving that Mm -hmm. console a lot of love. And I have high hopes for Odyssey, Um, and I'm I'm just I'm just excited. And Mario Rabbids is my new love, and I love it because Rabbit Peach is my spirit animal, and I love her (laughs) endlessly. She's wonderful. Um, So yeah, it's it's as I say, it's nice to see they're giving so much love to their characters, and I think that's just Nintendo, isn't it? And that's cool. Yeah. That's pretty damn cool because you don't see a lot of that elsewhere.
2: Just give us a Metroid game all i
0: want oh if we've got one on the way yeah, yeah
2: we got we got prime four mm. <clears throat> i want one now
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: the problem is like logical me is like don't get your hopes up that it's going to be wonderful don't don't get your hopes up that it's going to be wonderful and then the other half of me is like oh I just want it. no it's going to be great i want it it's going to be wonderful i love it, I love it. <laughs> like, I, yeah
1: yeah, that that second part that part in me died many years ago <laughs> I never get excited for games coming out anymore I just as you know life is stranger got excited for, for that coming out because yes, I am
0: you're 12.
1: I, I am actually max that's why I am I am a teenage girl um but but I don't get excited for games I refuse to because it's just it's it's not safe <laughs> it's just not safe to put your faith in any game especially not from the trailers I, I got <laughs> excited for Sonic Mania and that
2: blew, blew yep. me away. It's so good.
0: I, spent... I still haven't
2: finished it because I don't want to.
0: Yep. I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. I spent ages going, I hate Sonic games. I really do. I can't stand them. I can't play them. I don't understand why people like them. And I tried Generations and I'm like, I could like this, but it's not great. And I don't like it. And I did a stupid and I bought Sonic Mania on the Switch. And, and I don't ever want to stop playing it. <laughs>
2: That's not as stupid at all.
0: Like, I, I just... Well, no, because all my other games are now like, Why? Why don't you love us? You? <laughs> but I... I genuinely, I genuinely didn't like Sonic games up until Mania came out. And now I'm like, this game is great. Everybody should play it. Do you want to play it on my Switch? Do you want to try it? You can try it. Here, have it. Because it's wonderful. The soundtrack is gorgeous. The way that they've reused old mechanics but added to them is wonderful. The new levels are traditional but different. And that's clever as all hell. They've they've really, really thought it through. So yeah, I'm I'm kind of I'm in the camp of I don't I don't wanna say no I'm not excited for games coming out anymore. I wanna say that I'm cautiously optimistic and Mm. I'm hoping that that wasn't a flash in the pan and we're going to get more of these great great titles coming out I refuse
1: to be, I'm not giving away my heart anymore it's been broken one too many times
2: No Man's Sky
0: (laughs) Oh god Aliens, (laughs) Colonial Marines, Goddess
1: No Man's Sky, I got that for free and I still feel ripped off
0: But you can draw dicks in the sky now I can to it
1: I
2: did go back to it for a little bit and and it's it's not as bad, but it's there's still no, some totally
0: But
1: I'm not being funny. I can I can I can use paint. I can draw a dick there if I particularly want to. Yeah, I don't, I don't really need a, a standalone forty pound game to pl- draw a dick. Yeah, you can use
0: Astroneer uh. for that if that's your kind of deal. I think. Yeah, I, I just,
1: yeah. better experience. Anyway, we should probably move on because we, we are somewhat rambling around yes. the subject of games in general at this stage. Okay. <laughs> Here are some games that exist that I've once looked at. Yeah. Um, sorry. sorry,
0: it's it's always me. I am I am always like well,
1: always you. Yeah. It's never anyone else. Nope. It's disgraceful Gelf from my no. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so it's a bit of an interesting one, and it's part of the trend uh, that I feel actually, because uh, I heard some whisperings and mutterings around this uh, when I was at E3. Interestingly enough, and that's the. That, um, there's going to be some esports arenas popping up around LA over in the good old US. And um, Blizzard are popping open their own Blizzard Arena Los Angeles, as it's catchily named.
0: Can I? What? Can I just point that I've made a mistake here, and the footage yeah. that you can see is League of Legends. And I am fully aware that that is not a Blizzard game. Talking
1: about esports in general, don't we? Right, but but
0: the the uh, the uh, what we've linked in chat is to do with Blizzard opening their esport arena in LA. I promise, I don't think that League is made by Blizzard. I, I it totes I, is. I promise. It's
1: League of Heroes.
0: Yeah, there you go. This is not Hots, I'm of sorry. storms. I will record some hot gameplay later and I will superimpose it over the... No, I won't. That's a lot of work And
1: ap- apologize my... to the entirety of Australia. Yes. Yes, um, I will. <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. But yeah, so they're, they're popping open uh, this esports arena in Los Angeles. Uh, so there's, um, there's a few different spots that are opening up in LA. Uh, So I spoke to, uh, what they call it? Media Motion, I think the name of the company is, who do like esports watching chairs, which are like a 4D experience sort of chair thing where that links into the esports game that you're watching and kind of turns it into a 4D experience. And it's kind of weird, but it kind of works. I sat in one and watched them play some, was it Vainglory?
0: like vainglory the Is mobile the, the mobile there's a lane yeah. at the top and then a jungle at the bottom
1: yeah. yeah so i watched him play some of that and it was linked into this 4d chair thing that's like juddering about and whatever else and it went with the attacks that were happening so if if they kind of recoiled your chair kind of recoiled and stuff like and it kind of worked but they're involving uh, themselves in turning like cinemas into micro esports arenas so they fill the 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 cinema with their chairs which are like these 4d chairs Mm -hmm. and there's like a pop-up booth that comes at the back that comes with all of like the streaming and recording and announcing stuff uh and whatever else that you would you would have along with that you know like the pcs and whatever else capture all the footage and put it up on the big screen and whatever else and then at the front, they've got a pop-up sort of area for people to game on, and, and actually do the the, the stuff. Um, and they are involved with, I think they I think they're called like the Hollywood Steelers or something. I think they've called themselves, who are some esports team of some delineation. And so it seems like there is a scene that's really popping up in LA of like this is going to become like a new big esports hub. And I think this is Blizzard hopping on board with that. And it's interesting. It's interesting to see the all kind of... Well, the reason I, I called this kind of eSports wood is like, is this going to be like the capital of eSports in time? Like that's that's interesting. I mean... Uh, the actual story is uh, basically, yeah, there's going to be a, an arena there that Blizzard owned. <laughs> that's is is about the of that story but there's, it just gave me an opportunity to talk about how stuff's moving over there
0: no there's a there's a lot of stuff going on um even over here so bbc3 do esports now they do esports coverage mm. um sky sports over here do fifa coverage and in bigger game stores that you go into um and Ga- game is our um it's our primary video game retailer uh, physical retailer in the uk um a lot of their stores now at the back have a lan area and they hold tournaments in said LAN area. Um, and a couple of them, I know that the Cardiff one has a screen then behind sort of the tills in the store, so that if there's a particularly good match going on in the tournament, you can mm. watch it on the screen behind the tills as you're buying stuff, which is kind of cool, I think. Um, they do. Yeah. They've got their own team. Game has now jerseys. So if you make a team to take to a game store, you can buy matching jerseys for your team. Oh, that's cool. That's to,
2: pretty
0: cool. To go and and play. Uh, it's called uh, it's called belong. Um, the the whole thing is called belong. And yeah, you can you can buy and these these shirts in different colors so that you all match to go to these tournaments.
1: And and stuff like that is pretty cool to have in locations like that in the UK because. as opposed to like the us we don't really have that sort. we don't really have anywhere prominent that you would go to do that anywhere that's known to to get jerseys and stuff like that from it's it's like an online store for a specific team would be the only way i'd know how to get them shipped from the us question mark maybe like that
0: would be it i think
1: yeah yeah like we don't really have anything that's prominent in the UK like that so that's they're, they're doing well with kind of delving into that I think I actually know the guy that's probably involved in that as well which is interesting um, they used to have a, bi- a big land area in the um, HMV at Oxford Street as oh, well hey. um, yeah like well, was not Oxford Street it's uh, the the one that's in the Trocadero or just off the side of the Trocadero which was a big games arcade previously I know exactly um,
2: where it is <laughs> yeah
1: um, <laughs> But that that was um yeah me too. That, that was the similar sort of thing. Like that was um not big old like gaming area. You can just rent PCs for as long as you wanted to play with and whatever else.
0: The only problem with it is it's expensive. But Popsky, would you go and watch like a competitive match of something if it was in your area?
2: I've been in, uh, at like MLG and stuff. So Neat.
0: definitely. What games do you watch?
2: <laughs> um, well, that was back in the day. It was like Call of Duty and Starcraft Two. Mm-hmm. League of
1: Legends. We ever green League of Legends?
2: <laughs> the God League of Legends. Um, I'd probably go watch some Halo tournaments, maybe.
0: Mm. Uh, Was there
2: too much of a scene for that? Probably not anymore. But mm. we brought, like, there's a new game coming out next year, probably. So
1: yeah, should pick back up hopefully. Although I wasn't yeah. fired quite poo for that like it didn't really mm. i'm not I sure. believe so. i think so I, I think that didn't really get much moving but um yeah fingers crossed yeah, yeah apparently rainbow six is quite good to watch like competitively because that's like really super like anally retentive allow me to look at the way that the light is glistening on this pixel for me to tell where the enemy is sort of uh level plays um
0: See, I always uh, used like... to like, um, TF2 for that. TF2 competitive is totally mm. different from like, uh, how, about. how people play TF2. And that is proper, like, hold on to your seat, kind of like, listening very carefully. Like, I... yeah, like, yep. th- that that got proper, proper weird. Um so
1: yeah no i can i can see rainbow six being good like that yeah but yeah i just i find it interesting that they're kind of really like for, for spaces to do esports arenas with and or you know any kind of esports stuff it really does seem like people are being drawn over to la uh like someone i think it's npr pointed out in chat earlier you know uh, riot's already got hq over there and whatever else so right. it kind of makes sense because of that um and uh Blizzard are only up in Anaheim, which isn't terribly far away. Um, it kind of makes sense, I guess, but it's just kind of cool to see, you know, there's another sort of player in the game kind of coming to the same location, and it's one of the big boys, you know, yeah. it's Blizzard themselves are actually bringing it across with like their, their suite of esport games, basically.
2: Yeah, esports is blown up for sure. Like, mm-hmm. if if it's going to be, they're talking about putting it in the Olympics, like, that's. Yeah, massive. That's insane.
0: Yeah, at least one of my sports then will be part of the Olympics. That'd, yeah, that'd be good. Um, the second one's never ever going to make it, I don't think. But at least the first one will. But no, I, I, um, I've always been into watching competitive gaming, and I think to bring it to a wider audience and to say, hey, no, we're here to stay. These are the venues where you can go and watch it. These are the mm-hmm. teams. It's in your area. Like that's immense, yeah. And the way that they're gonna widen out the audience now even further, because you, you're saying like it's blowing up, but it's if this whole thing takes a hold, it's about to get a hell of a lot bigger.
2: Yeah, within the next like five years, it's gonna explode. Yeah, you're gonna well, see arenas well, everywhere.
0: Yeah, and that's super interesting, like really, think, really interesting.
1: I, I the thing with it is, it's not quite crossed into the mainstream yet. Like it's in it's in the mainstream for gamers, but it's not in the mainstream for people. Whereas stuff like Call of Duty, for example, as a game, that's mainstream. Like people who do not play games will play a Call of Duty game or a FIFA game in the UK at the very least. Whereas they don't really have the same with esports because you know maybe it's just because of the high skill uh, requirement for a lot of these games. But I think with games like Overwatch, which is a lot more accessible and was, I would say, at least reasonably mainstream. Uh, mainstream accepted as a game, right? Um, you'll see the start of a bit of migration across some of the sort of mainstream audiences, just getting into esports as a general thing, not necessarily just for a specific game, but that will be their gateway into getting into there because you know they've already been exposed to that title as a, as a casual game. Um, be interesting to see, like you know, the the need is is slightly beginning to become apparent, I guess, for, for more spaces for people to explore it. Pretty cool.
0: Yeah,
2: it'll yeah. be like football. Not everybody plays football, but sure as hell watch it. Yeah. Like with yeah, any sport.
0: That's <clears throat> yeah. That's the thing, like, I couldn't do, I, I've got horses, I couldn't do show jumping competitively, but I damn well go and watch it whenever it's on nearby, every mm-hmm. single time, without fail. Um, I'm never going to be getting a foot league to play it professionally, ever. Right. Um, I'm never going to be good enough for HOTS to ever play it professionally, but you are damn right that I will go and sit in the front row and scream my head off the second they lock in my favourites. Yeah. You know? And that's uh, that's cool.
1: I don't really play Overwatch, but I'll damn sure retweet all the memes that come up, come up on my timeline. <laughs> well, like, the the day. like <laughs> no, I
0: was playing Farrah the other day. I was playing Farrah the other day and you were right behind me like, yes! Because you do You you were
1: making some good plays. That was
0: impressed. Right. Uh is just quite jump through with the feet done. Um she's like she's my favourite and I, I, I love it. And when you pull off these big plays, people watch and they're like, Holy shit You know? And you
2: mm-hmm.
0: the, the really nice thing I think about esports is because it, it's the same as, you know, as you say in football. You can get into it at a casual level. You can go and have a kick around and you know never be good enough to be a professional footballer but my god professional play is so interesting to watch
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and people do you know
1: level of technical skill is just almost inconceivable to well Mm -hmm. to me at least Uh, (laughs) i could not even imagine encompassing thinking in the way that people do when they have to Mm -hmm. or or when they're taking part in esports stuff highest years
0: but no, so good to see it coming. Like finally, 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 finally being accepted as a as a big public thing. And you, I think you're right. In the next five years, we're going to see it everywhere. There's going to be arenas mm-hmm. everywhere. There's yeah. going to be kids playing these games day in, day out, training hard, and their parents are going to go. Have you practiced today? And that's really. I think will be.
1: Cool. I think it'll be more than five years before parents actively encourage esports.
0: But that attitude is coming. And for somebody mm. who as a, as a little girl was told you will never get into the games industry and you know I it was always joked that consoles had to be surgically removed from me and things like that that's exciting that's super exciting
1: Yeah but I, we'll be too bloody old by the time that it all comes in we're not going to be the the, the the fetuses that are like at the, the peak of these I, I
0: haven't got to be at the top I just want to watch him do it I just, I just want to watch these top level plays and dream. That's all I want. Like, I can, in my Lunarite. heart of hearts, I know I'm the best Lunara player in the entire universe. And that's what matters. <laughs> that's that's what.
1: Once you hit your t- early twenties, it starts going a bit downhill for your reactions and skill, nope. and whatever else.
0: We had a, if I can Get just honest. deviate for a sec, right? We had a really interesting thing because I went to Friday Night Magic last week, and there was a kid there who must have been about. 12, like 13 maybe, and his dad and the kid, he desperately wanted to play magic, right? So his dad right. had bought them decks and bought them cards and they'd built stuff together and they were going to Friday Night Magic to compete against each other and to play together, right? right? So I spoke to this guy and I'm like, you know, when I was a kid, my mom didn't want me anywhere near stuff like that. You know, it was, it, my parents didn't want me anywhere near stuff like that because magic was for people who, you know, couldn't speak to other people and it was all very uh-huh. uh, and he's like no this is what my I... kid loves doing yeah, yeah yeah that one she's like no this is <laughs> he turned around and was like this is what my kid wants to do and if I can support him in that that's great I'm like right but he doesn't want to do like you'll forgive me for, for being like this but your kid doesn't want to do science or your kid doesn't want to you know run track or whatever your kid wants to play magic and he's like yeah I can get behind that I can stand here and watch him play all day. I absolutely love it, and I'm so glad that that attitude is coming through. And again, with eSports, it'll take a little while, but I can see it coming through, and that's so exciting. For me, knowing what kinda I went through, that attitude is so exciting to see, like hands down. I was I was kinda choked, because this, this guy was like, well, I, I don't really play that well, and I don't really understand what the cards do, but I love it when he smiles! And sometimes he smiles then, when he loses, and sometimes he smiles when he wins, and when he gets a new pack and opens it, he smiles, and that means the world to me, and I'm just like, do you know what, you're you're a gem.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, that's exceptionally cool, Dad. That's yep. not like...
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> talking about you, Popsie. Uh, no... <laughs> um, but, you know, that's exceptionally cool, Dad, rather than, like, I think, yeah, maybe it's just me being pessimistic, but rather than it being a... A growing trend of lovely people. I think that's just that one guy it was an absolute fucking diamond. I don't know. Um, I, don't know. I think we're going to see more and more
0: of it. I think we're going to see more and more of it. And that'll be cool. That'll be cool to see. Anyway.
1: We... <laughs> Speaking of tre- treating children well, um, enjoy the video for this next one. Well, <laughs> I want to change it
0: over. I've changed my mind. I'm wine. so happy
1: that Pip agreed to allow me to have this meme as their fucking video. <laughs> You have no idea. Uh, so, uh, Nintendo had some woes. We're talking a lot about Nintendo this week, actually. We oh, yeah. are. Uh, Nintendo had a few woes this week.
0: Whoa! 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> You're my favorite and I love you. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I, I, I run through the house
1: going,
0: whoa, 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 like a lot. And Stu's just like, I, I can't. I, why? Why are you like this? She's like, because it's the best.
1: <laughs> so anyway the, the, the news um, so there's a company called iLife te- uh, or iLife Technologies rather who um, basically claim that, <laughs> I was just in the video <laughs> um, <laughs> that they, they, basically that the Wiimote um, infringes on a bunch of patents that that healthcare uh, created healthcare developer of technology doodad um,
0: that
1: one. Created. Um, so stuff around accelerometer uh, to tr- track like movements and surroundings and stuff like that. Um, they basically was were seeking $4 for every Wii sold ever. Um, but eventually they settled out of court for... Well, not settled out of court, but settled during the process for $10 Hot $10 million. Um, mm, I mean, it kind of feels like patent trolling, um, which is an unfortunately too common thing. Uh, Because they tried to argue that it was... uh, We were going to apply this to be used... Uh, in in relation to like elderly people falling over and like some way of detecting when people that, that when they've done so as like an, a medical emergency device and whatever else doesn't really apply in the same way to someone waggling a Wemo and nearly throwing it through their screen whilst trying to bowl a child at some pins. Um, like it just <laughs> it just doesn't quite add up, does it? Like. It's that- not quite the same, but yeah, ten $10 million uh, Nintendo shelled out for that, for six patent infringements. I
0: mean...
1: <laughs> <laughs> to I which said- Nintendo went, <laughs> all right, yeah, that's fine. Okay, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> Basically. Well, if, if it had been the $4 per unit, it would have been $114 million. Yeah. So they, they got that down so, a fair junk.
0: Right, right, but $10 million is still... that's. That's a decent amount of anybody's money. Uh, if there, if there any, if there is anybody in chat or listening uh, who thinks that ten million isn't a lot of money, I could do with oh. borrowing like at least if three. I, have,
1: I, I mean, uh, if, if you want to split that. I'll, I'll take half. Like that's fine.
0: But uh, no, it's it's um, it's one of the poor, unfortunate things that Nintendo has to deal with because they have a lot of these claims against them.
2: Yeah, yeah. like um, with the Switch. With yeah. The, and controllers or whatever,
0: yeah. And they had one with the GameCube before that, yeah. uh, even maybe when it was the Dolphin, they might have had one with that, maybe. Um, but they they tend to, yeah, they they, they tend to have these a lot. And as you say, it feels slightly like, like patent trolling, um. I've played the stupid game that relies on you having the Wiimote the right way up to swing the sword, and there is no way a Wiimote would know if I fell over. There is. I mean, have you tried? Yes. There is literally. <laughs> is it... I tried to play the Zelda game. Um, which one is it? Skyward Sword? And holding God. the sword the right way up to kill the plants in the right direction is the biggest nightmare on the planet, and I hate it.
1: I'd play that an EGX, right? And I stroll up to the booth and I they were like, here you, you just you swing your sword and you win the fight. And I'm just there like going... No, no, no. no. Come on. Come on. And they're going, oh, you got to make sure you're like near the, the thing. you got to stand just here. I'm going... Nah. Nah, nothing. I don't know, I just-, just... Having a stern look at his sword and wondering what to do with it rather than actually using the fucking thing. Um... um
0: but it, it's super yeah. interesting that somebody came up with the concept of using that as a thing. I think that's a really clever way to use technology, though. I yeah. actually, I actually, as as somebody who has elderly relatives who fall over and break themselves a lot, a lot, uh, having a little alarm that goes off <laughs> when they do it. do that. What?
1: Are, are your relatives made of china? Is that is that perhaps a mistake <laughs> you made?
0: Pretty much. Did,
1: did you build a? Did you buy a crockery aunt? Is that the problem that we're having here?
0: <laughs> this one's broken. Send it back.
1: Oh, for fuck's sake, there's a chip in her now. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's not mint.
1: <laughs>
0: oh no. Um. Yeah. Oh, the, don't take her out of the package.
1: You don't. It's worthless.
0: So, <laughs> I always think stuff like this really interesting, and it's similar to the stuff that we had with the Connect, which, again, as far as I remember, had various patent issues. But the Kinect was eventually used for uh, surgery, right? It was used
1: medical. Yes. So
0: uh, the guy who the guy who used to do a lot of um, a lot of Kinect stuff actually went off to work with the Hololens and various Microsoft no Google mapping technologies, not Microsoft Google mapping technologies. And the stuff that he's coming up with off the back of the Kinect is really cool. Um, hmm. But I, I, yeah. I think it's super interesting that they want to use technology in that kind of way. But yeah, it does. It does feel a little bit like. I mean, just
1: uh, no. It, it, it's not though. Is it's not the same thing. Even if the technology is somewhat similar, it's not the same thing. It's clearly not no. being employed for the same purposes, the same reasonings. Like, there's only so many configurations you can put some fucking nuts and bolts in. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's. While I understand they need to protect their I their intellectual property, it's not protecting their intellectual property by doing so. Like at no point were they going to make a Wiimote and at no point were Nintendo going to go, Oh, you know what, this would be great for. My old dick keeps fallen over at home and you know, I'm gonna strap a fucking Wiimote to her. Like it's just not gonna happen. So mm, it chafes a little, I feel. Um,
0: yeah, I, I it worries me because, yeah, as you say, it's not the same application. I tried to... My poor Nan was the most wonderful wee bowler in the, the history of ever, but it took her running the entire length of the living room and then swinging her arm to be able to get the Wiimote to do anything. <laughs> if she just had a little tumble, I don't know whether it would pick her up or not. Do, do you know what I mean? Um...
1: <laughs> I mean, did it double up in that circumstance?
0: She was the best goddamn wee bowler.
1: She only, she only threw a spare. She must have gone through the fucking TV cabinet. Or like, is that? <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean, she was though, genuinely. She was the best fucking wee bowler I've ever come across, and she must have been about 107 when we had the wee. Um, you know, older than dinosaurs, and she was the best wee bowler ever. But she did. She had to do a lap of the living room before it would it would go off. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of.
1: She wasn't even playing wee bowling, she just hadn't taken her meds to be fair. She just like <laughs> running around the table. Uh, <laughs> but no, yeah, they, they were not the most sensitive of controllers by no. any stretch of your imagination. No, okay. It's the same thing as like when you like even now with your phone, right? And you go and uh, landscape. Landscape. La- Landscape! Like, and then yeah. eventually it decides to flip round.
0: Or you're lying at a slight angle and it flips round immediately, and you're like, no, I, I... So you end up just doing this, repeatedly, yeah. because you can't quite get it to stay upright, but you also want to lie down a little bit, like...
1: Or, or you try you try and kind of keep up with a screen and just throw your neck out entirely as it rotates round, and you're trying to keep track of whatever you're watching. Yes, yeah. I know the pain. But, yeah. but it's the same thing, you know, like that, that lack of sensitivity based, based on... Uh, presumably an accelerometer of some description. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's clearly not the same level of sensitivity as Deirdre falling over in the living room, is it? Like, <laughs> it's just. Not. Um. Anywho, uh, <laughs> yeah. and Let's let's roll on from Nintendo's way. Well. So I feel like we've, uh, we've, what was it? Twice, three times, lady. No, someone... Twice. Um, yeah, we've it's spoken it's to about Nintendo to be already. But
0: about it's to Nintendo definitely. again. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Perhaps we should segue into more Nintendo while we're already here, you know. Right. uh, Segue immediately into more Nintendo. So the games that we've played for this week, uh, this week, Mr. Bobski, what have you been playing? Uh, Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. It's my jam. It's kind
2: of like XCOM, but for babies. Just kidding. It's pretty... It's actually really
0: tough. It's actually really tough, tough
2: Yeah, it's a really... It surprised me how tough it was. I thought it was just gonna be a cakewalk but some of the challenges and stuff are just insane the story is kind of meh like
1: it's kind just, of there
2: it's just there <laughs> <clears throat> surprisingly the rabbits don't ruin the game for me because i'm not one for like just characters that are just
1: loud noises
2: off. yeah just like minions from despicable me and whatnot like but they they didn't ruin the game at all. Like they're actually pretty pretty funny and it's really humorous.
1: Um, it does surprise me because I've always found rabbits about as irritating as a septic testicle. So yeah, just, just it,
2: it bums bummer. me out that you can only have <clears throat> like two of the Mario characters and you have to have a rabbit mm-hmm. which is kind of a bummer. But I guess I guess they they figured a lot of people would do that so they had they made you yeah that's it Twice
1: ubisoft mandating a minute yeah. like a, a quota of rabbits to right. be included in the game
2: <laughs> it's just it's it's a good game like it's way better than i, I wasn't even going to play it i i was like i'm not playing this there's no way and then I, I read the reviews for it and i was like all right i'll play it it's mario <laughs> so like anything with
1: mario i'll i'll try it out like, is isn't there some stuff like outside because I've watched I've caught like little bits of streams here and there so I've not watched tons of it but like you've got the Xcom bits and then you've got some running around a bits yeah, running there's, like, there's there. like
2: the overworld puzzles and stuff which is which are actually pretty like, cool.
1: like traditional Mario sort of stuff I feel it's more
2: like dumbed down Zelda puzzles if that makes sense. Okay like you match this color with this thing and it'll it'll move something and then you can get to area where you get like art or music tracks or mm-hmm. even weapons even
0: <clears throat>
2: but other yeah. than that it's just it's a solid game like six out of ten not bad you know
1: hey in with the name drops yeah i like it um yeah, SA so looks pretty cool. It's one of the ones that I'd play if I had a Switch. By the way, send me a Switch, but um, I don't have one, so I won't. <laughs> yeah, I don't, th-
2: I don't think it's a Switch seller. It's definitely like when you, you, it. like, you have one, well, it's you have to get it. Yeah. Like, yeah, if, if you're in, if you're into the like XCOM, which I never really was, but now I'm like, I should probably go play XCOM.
1: But, but the new DLC they just dropped for XCOM as well is like mental. Like it adds so much to the game as well. It's basically like having another game. Yeah. Um, and then there's more DLC to come as well. So there's a lot of... There's a lot of stuff in there for, for XCOM as well. Like there's a lot of content to go through. Yeah. So definitely worth a looking on that side as well.
2: But yeah, if you have a Switch, definitely like either get it now or when it's on sale or something. Because it's... It's great. it's way better than anything I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. And there's like when this game was announced and you saw the dev like cry whenever uh, Miyamoto was like this is this is pretty good and the dude just like lost it. it yeah but you like you see could tell why. there was yeah there's a yeah, lot of love in it for sure yeah it's amazing.
0: I, I think rabid floating on a giant duck with a spiked collar in a toilet is is my favorite moment so far and the game is full of moments where you just walk past rabbits doing rabbit things yeah and it just adds to the flavor of the world it's it's really sweet it's not imposing it's not look at these rabbits look at
2: them yeah you don't have to look at them no.
0: no just walk straight past them
1: really <laughs> yeah, mario's like, like uh yeah okay let's don't worry
2: about that guy I
1: don't
0: know. No. But no, it's it's. I've been playing it to death as well. It was going to be my choice this week. Um, if you hadn't have picked it, and, sniped it, and um, yeah, I genuinely, genuinely love it. It's more difficult than you'd think. Yeah. Um, but. That surprises
1: me as well. The it's...
0: weapons are quirky as hell. Like, yeah, it's good. Well,
2: they're guns, and like, the Nintendo was basically like. Uh... They, ha- they can be guns, but they have to be, like, Stupid. just wacky. Yeah, they have yeah. to be wacky. Yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah, no. This, uh, so, they,
2: they picked, like, fifth element weapons, essentially.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of comedic explosions, kind of... Uh, just everything hidden in a cloud of smoke, because, you know, can't be riddled with holes in a Mario game. Right. Right.
0: Right. <laughs> right.
2: and the bosses are so so good like they're pretty it's pretty easy to like beat the bosses and stuff but like the way the way they introduce them and stuff is just so good
0: yeah it's almost kind of borderlands-y in that respect Yeah, yeah like you see a boss like happen and it's like oh and then it gets a name tag and you go Oh, You know, it, it has that, that sort of staged moment yeah. that, that kind of Borderlands E games kind of have, you know? I believe
1: it's called a topper. You get a reaction and then a bit extra yeah, yeah, on yeah. top. I will
2: say that the music in the game is so. Well,
0: it's Grant Kirkhope, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So it's like. Yeah.
2: And I. I haven't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna announce this here. I haven't said anything on Twitter. I did do a little thing, but I might be working with Grant Kirkhope on a song. <gasps> oh yeah.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> oh so, shit.
2: Yeah. I talked to him yesterday about it.
0: That's
2: and, uh, awesome. the, the gears are turning. First. The gears are turning. So. Oh,
0: oh damn it! It's really annoying because I I. <laughs> When I was playing the game, I had the soundtrack up and Steve's into it, or like Banjo Kazooie and things like that, and I was playing it to him and I'm like, Joe you know, this genuinely sounds like it could be written by Grant Kirk." like it really does, it's got that, it's got that kind of... <laughs> yeah. And then I had to go and look it up, and he does, he has this distinct kind of feel to everything oh, yeah. he does, so I cannot wait, I cannot wait for you guys to do stuff, that's cool.
2: The, the, the bell, like chimey sounding stuff that he does. Mm-hmm. He, he threw in little bits of banjo, and you can hear it in, in yeah. some of the songs. And I and I talked to him and I was like, Did you put some banjo in there? He's like, I can't help it, dude. I just can.
1: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice.
0: Cool. That's super freaking cool. All That's right. right,
1: announcement. Boom. Yeah. Lovely.
0: Sweet. All right, come on. What have you been playing this week? Sell this to me because I've never heard of it.
1: Me neither. Uh, I've been playing Tokyo Dark, which is uh, to give you an idea of where it came from in the first place, I suppose. So it's a Square Enix collective game. So basically, uh, Square Enix has helped this game through Kickstarter and then helped publish this game. But that's as far as it's gone. So like they, they've had no meddling with the studio. They've not had any pissing around with them. It's just this is a game that this studio has made, <laughs> as published by them. And it's a weird hybrid of a visual novel and a point and click. But also it has that kind of telltale sort of element of your actions really do carry consequences further along. In um, You know, like the, the different ways that you react to different situations really do have a, a heavy consequence further down the line. There's 11 different endings, which again, all branch off of uh those consequences and um the story is you are a cop and your partner who is your partner in both senses um dies and you try to unravel the mystery around the reason why that happened and how that happened but also you're having psychological breakdowns at the same time and questioning your own sanity and whether the things that you're seeing and whether the evidence you're finding and whether the, the things that you're pursuing around this case are even real or even ever existed, or are they a sign of something occult that you've stumbled across that actually does exist but it seems like it doesn't exist and is it a delusion or is it actually real and just incredibly unusual um the storytelling is fantastic um there was an incidental character that i nearly welled up at a certain po- moment and you interact with them a grand total about three or four times and it, it like there was a heavy emotional sting with them and it, it just baffled me like, that that it was built up so, so well. Um, and also, you have the option of having cat-shaped pancakes in it.
0: Sold. Done. Sold. Yep.
1: I thought I'd say oh, the most it. important part <laughs> for the end. Uh, but it, there's actually some really good comedy relief in there as well, which I really wasn't expecting, because these a very dark and gritty and... Um difficult or at times a difficult game to play like it's very difficult to get past a lot of the situations because they are really heavy subjects and really really heavy um choices to make as well i suppose but then there's just this really bizarre comedic relief that's just thrown in there and it becomes very typical visual novelty almost in places uh, like there's it's almost like a sort of jab towards some of those kind of Ugu <laughs> Visual novel sort of stuff. I'm gonna make you a meal master sort of stuff, you know, like it's um, Very well done in my mind okay. um, Came out only a few days ago as well. So it's fresh off the press and it's not horrendously expensive. I think it's uh, 11 12 quid oh,
0: that's Let me double
1: Check but I will uh I oh, sorry, twelve pound twenty three. Ten percent off uh, for launch price. It will normally be thirteen sixty. I think in Glando um money. That's how long did it take me to play through 15, it? took me about eight hours to get through. Sixteen nineteen.
2: Oh there you go.
1: Over here. Uh yeah. it took, took me about eight hours to get through, but there's replay value in there, which I will be going back for. Um yeah.
2: Seventeen ninety nine whenever it's not launched.
0: Cool. Okay, yeah, I need it. I need. It's got it. positive reviews, so. Yeah. Cool.
1: You do need it. It's very, very good. Like uh, I was just sat there, just reveling in how much I was enjoying playing it. Like it, and I haven't done that for quite some time of a game. Miss Pip, what yes. have you been playing? Because you tried to explain it before we started, and I went, "What?" The f- what?
0: Okay, so I've been playing a board game with uh two of my friends who live hundreds of miles away. Uh, this week I've been playing a game that's a little bit older, uh, but I do like bringing some of these slightly older games to the table. This is Armello. Um, Armello is a board game about taking control of the country. It's a game about overthrowing the king to become uh, the ruler. And you play four of you um, against the king who plays in the in the centre of the board. Now the king um, Has fallen into madness and is slowly dying from a curse called the rot. So you take your turn and you choose to draw uh, weapons, spells, or trickeries. Weapons obviously allow you combat advantages, defense advantages. Um, Spells allow you to do things like regain health and magic or, or offset. Certain uh, difficulties in the terrain and trickeries allow you to fuck over the other three players um, and the king's guards and the banes, which are giant birds born of this sort of corruption, this rot. Um, and the way that it, the way that it works, um, is that, as I say, there are four of you playing uh, against the king. You can build up your combat power and defeat the king in battle. You can win a political victory. Where you have the most prestige on the board, so you've killed the most enemies, and you've done the most deals, um, and you've vanquished the most evil. Uh, You can become more corrupted than the king, which is really scary, that's a really scary way to play it. Um, Or, you can find stones in sacred places across the map, um, and you can cure the king if you can find enough of them but you always have to fight your way to the king alongside or, or against these other three players. It's actually really, really good. Um, it's got two sets of DLC that give you a bunch of other characters and similar to Civ, each character is good at a certain thing. So some of the mm-hmm. wolves, for example, are really good at combat whereas some of the bears are really good at magic and remaining pure and, and health and things like that. So you kind of have to play your character... ...according to what they're best at. Again, similar to to Civ. Um, It's really good. It's very kind of Redwall, rather than Watership Down. It's very kind of, um, uh, it's very kind of medieval, uh, rather than um, just sort of standard uh, modern day. But, as I say, it's very, very good. The combat is all based on dice rolls and it gets tense. Um, I, Joe fucked me over massively in a game, and then Matt proceeded to do so as well by altering one of my dice. Literally just one, and I almost threw a glass at my desk. It is Mario Party levels of, of, of really upsetting each other, and it's a great multiplayer game. Um, you don't have to have four players, you can bring in AI players to, to fill the gaps, um, or you can play it single player. It's really, really good. It's a lot better than I expected it to be. Um, And I adore it. I now own most of the DLC for it. Because I was having such a good time with it. And if you're in a call with other people playing this, yeah, it's a a good time. It's a real good time.
1: Right, so one thing I'm going to ask, because I'm watching the trailer on, on the stream. I see a quote from Kotaku on there, which, to be honest, I already trust about As much as i trust a pint of milk six months after its expiry date but it's like game of thrones with animals i mean
0: yes so yes um because each class is good at, at certain things you've got the corruption that runs through you're overthrowing the king and basically you have to stop you have to build everybody else up so that they don't get in your way but you have to stop them from getting to the king first um at one point i was getting really close to the king Um, And Matt decided to play a trickery on me that unless I rolled the correct signs on the dice, I was teleported to the other side of the map and I died to go back to my clan and lost a bunch of prestige. And I'm like, why have you done this? And he basically, like, stretched his arms out and went, because I'm going to kill the king. And it was this weird moment of... (laughs) Oh, and the second people venture into the palace or start attacking guards to get to the king, you all sit up and play harder. Mm-hmm. It's weird, but it's really good. It's really good, and the character design is really cool. Like again, you've got wolves in there and you've got foxes in there. You've got um, there's an otter bro who is um... with an
1: eye patch. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. To fuck. he's
0: um, he's one of the bandits, so he gets better the more people he kills. Uh And then you've got a squirrel and and a big bear who likes magic, and you've got a tiny little.
1: um... Hey, I'm a big bear that likes magic. There
0: you go. Um, (laughs) There's a a tiny little rodent dude. Uh, I think he's like a. No, he's a hand. uh, uh, He's a rabbit, a very small rabbit, who's wearing like the biggest, clunkiest armor going, and he has a giant hammer. But he's so small it's magical and i i actually really like this i didn't have high hopes for it when the boys were like oh we ought to go and play it but i really 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 like it
1: Um, how about two years ago yeah
0: yeah this is a this is an older one and as i say it's got about two sets of character dlc and you can do things like you can buy dice colors and you can buy reskins for the map to do with the seasons and and that kind of stuff it's it's it doesn't sell it, it doesn't ruin the game experience if you yeah, play with like somebody who has the DLC it unlocks the DLC for everyone
1: oh that's cool I like I like when good. they run stuff like that, yeah
0: yeah so yeah armello if you have friends that you like playing like board games with and chatting away with and just doing nonsense with armello is a super super good choice
1: yeah and I'm looking at it now. it's uh, 15 quid uh, armello but then you've got DLC totting up to I uh, thought we're just shy of another twenty.
0: Uh again. If one of you owns the DLC and you play together, everybody has access to everything that you have access to.
1: Yeah, so you could you could effectively go around your friend group and say, I oh, will we'll just buy one piece each huh. and yeah. make up the numbers. Yeah, so um, I actually own this game. Oh you do? Uh, yeah, I didn't even know.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah. As I say, it's it's pretty it's pretty good for you know two or three games. Uh, is that the game on screen currently? Uh, yes, that's our mellow on screen currently. It's it's um, it's good for two or three games, and then you pop it away, and then a couple of days later you play two or three games, and you remember the last time that somebody dicked you over, and you shouted them for it, and then you put it away, and then you know it's it's great for that kind of thing. It's really good fun. Mm-hmm. It's really good fun.
1: Interesting.
0: So yeah, our mellow.
1: Nice. That's pretty cool. Mm. Right. Well, that being said, um, let's move on to our biggest sort of round table discussion for the week. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's somewhat apps based around, our guest, I guess, really. Um, and it's a discussion around how music can really drive the a game forward and to really build upon the atmosphere and the feeling of the game. Um, well I mean Popsky's probably, probably going to be a, a, one of the better guests to speak on the subject because uh, you already have some music in some gamey things that, uh, right there don't you young man
2: in a, in a couple they're they're mostly uh, rhythm based but yeah even then
1: so so to be honest it really does drive the game forward under those circumstances yeah, given they'd be quite get, shit without the music 10 times better <laughs> <laughs> but um i guess there's a lot of games that do music really well, but there's also a lot that just don't really seem to bother engaging on that side terribly heavily, or like it feels like they could be doing more to to use it as a tool to drive a situation forward. Um, so I, I mean, a fantastic example is that like Bastion, where like I almost feel like half the story of that game, or more than half the story of that game, is just told through music. And the, the, the emotions that are stirred by that music and the, the atmosphere that's built by it. Um, and that game wouldn't be half of what it was. Like the game itself is an entirely capable and enjoyable game and uh, the narrator is very, very good at, at building a, a world and a story around it. But the music really makes it and, and really adds that extra bit on top that just just made it a, f- a fantastic experience. So like what are some of the titles that you guys really feel that has that that vibe that 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 that, that way that the music's pulling through the, the the game.
2: Any like uh Elder Scrolls games do it for me. Oh, for
1: like the, the really yeah. sort of tribal the qu- uh, and,
2: like the orchestra stuff. and all that stuff, yeah. <clears throat> it doesn't do it so much with like Fallout because you get you get these like fifties tunes and you're running around just killing people with with happy tunes just yeah
1: it's perfect I love yeah. it
2: um again that Mario and rabbits like the music in that it's just it it made the game like like I said ten times better it's I don't know if you have enjoyable music and it fits well with the game like that's basically how you do it
1: <laughs> okay. what am i saying
0: that's
1: <laughs> how <laughs> <laughs> so i feel constantly frankly, it's fine um and yeah. Pip, but like, there's, there's, uh,
0: there's probably two examples that really stand out for me and, and um one of them is transistor um and transistor was one of the first vinyl album like of, of a game soundtrack that i bought because um, a lot of Transistor's story that it doesn't tell you outright is told through the music, and the lack of elements in the music, in certain places. The addition of and, and lack of certain elements in the music tells you more about the area that you're in, um, than the, the world does, and then the narration through the game does. Um, mm-hmm. and that's super interesting. And I actually uh, recently listened to one of the um, the boss fights from it, the, the very first boss fight that you come across. Um, the music that you've just listened to, they change the vocal track on it. all and right if you overlay the vocal track of that and the vocal track of uh, the sort of regular version of that song, it's horrendous. The story that that, that sort okay. of extra layering tells you, like, eats up my heart. It's horrendous, and I adore it. Um, so yeah, That's transistor big. transistor does a, an amazing, amazing job of that because, it, again, she's a she's a singer who's lost her voice. Right. Um. So a lot of the soundtrack as you go around, she's humming.
1: Mm.
0: Be- and uh, some of the tracks have words to them. And you'll flash back to a moment where that song had words, mm-hmm. and now it might only have a hum, or it might have nothing at all. And when the bosses kick in and the bosses sing, that's horrendous, because you you're suddenly aware of of um you kind know, of the music has been a theme this entire time, and it's not just her story; it's their story. And that kind of storytelling really kind of speaks to me. Um, the other one that I, I really really like um, is Valhalla. Ugh. And the problem that I have a serious problem with Valhalla in the um, at the beginning of each day um, you go to work in a bar and the game says okay, sit at the jukebox. what what music would you like to listen to today? and you build your soundtrack for that day. takes me like two hours. To play longer it. than the
1: actual gameplay
0: yeah longer than the actual gameplay to work out what I want what songs I want to listen to that day Mhm. because again it the the music that uh, that they've picked um, the music that they've written for it is so um, it tells you so much about the world that you're in and the people who are in it um, and again some of the patrons will leave you music. Or some of the patrons you'll you'll uh, use your phone at the end of the day and pick up new music or go to the shop and pick up new music. Um, so it tells you a lot about the world as you as you unlock each track, and I think that's super clever.
1: Um... Well, some some of the tracks are also linked to real world stuff. Well, sorry, that universe stuff. Yes. That, uh, like there's a, a, a military outfit that's like they're there to help people. But they're they're also part of the military, but they're also not quite there to help people. But it's kind of muddled. I but like, like they a, have I like a, a peace corp,
0: track. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But like they have a track based around them, and that's I don't know I just find that fascinating. And also, aren't they doing the vocal tracks for those soon?
0: And you so know who it is who's singing on them, right?
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, no, I don't. Like um, totally, totally don't. Who? Um, cool.
0: I don't know if I'm allowed to say, um, <laughs> but uh, it's gonna be—it's gonna be. I don't know if she's announced it yet. Let me. Um, but but it's it's gonna be amazing. It's it's actually someone. Be amazing. What is
1: good at the sing sangs mm. You yes. heard it here first. It's me.
0: It's, <laughs> yes, yes, it's you. Um,
2: I, I would say another good example of like music, like driving a video game would probably be the new uh, Doom that came out.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, that was designed that way, wasn't it? It was, it designed was, to yeah. With,
2: like, nine-string guitars and all this crazy, like, distortion and stuff, and it's just... I don't think I've ever, like, just headbanged so hard while playing a video game. It's
1: impossible to see what you shoot in because it's really hard to focus.
2: <laughs> <find. It's, laughs> eh. And just <laughs> with, with how dynamic it is, uh, when, you, when you're like, punching stuff or like shooting stuff and it just it gives you that hard hit dynamically and another uh, say so he did uh, Mick Gordon did the music for Killer
1: Instinct and All right.
2: in Killer Instinct if you if you if you're playing and you stand still it gives you like this bass track just like a beat and some like mm-hmm. guitar and stuff and if you like start smacking the shit out of each other the music like ramps up oh, and then like cool. Yeah. And so
1: that's similar to what was done in Doom as well, wasn't there multiple players for how hectic that fight is getting? It's it's all
2: dynamic and it's. That's cool. And like before, before like you kill the other player, the music's just like at at the peak. It just like Mm -hmm. ramps up to 11 and it's just.
1: And then the final kills are all sort of rhythmically based as well. I like the the combo. The
2: the, the ultra combos are. Yeah. Like, it, you, don't, you don't do it yourself, it's just like, it, it just plays music to the the beat of the hits or whatever.
1: Yeah, but like, yeah. it's just a really neat touch, yeah. like, you feel like the badass when you're doing it, you're just right. like, Yeah, yeah. fucking, ugh, yeah, lay some beats so on you son, lay some beats!
2: <laughs> yeah, the, Mick Gordon is a god.
0: Um, oh, the other one that, that strikes me, actually. And I know it's a rhythm game, so I... I meh, but...
1: Just Dance.
0: No, actually. <laughs> oh.
1: Um, <laughs> Aero.
0: Oh,
1: Aero, man. So I
0: listen to the Aero soundtrack sometimes, because Aero has a, a licensed soundtrack. It's a, uh, it's a game where you play a ship that follows a little ribbon and shoots the bad guys. To the rhythm to, 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 to the music. Um and it's wonderful. Absolutely wonderful and, game. And
1: and sometimes you go inside a worm.
0: Oh, and you shoot the giant spider, and it's wonderful. Yeah, it's it's really it's really cool. It's really cool. Um but I listen to the soundtrack of that and I can't help but hear the shooty noises and the following the ribbon noise mm-hmm. anymore. It's like I can't. Kind of differentiate
1: them yeah, <laughs> songs that are inextricably attached to that game now
0: every every time i hear um ktb's on a mission every single time i hear ktb's are you, are you, on a mission are you literally
1: on the thumbstick in I your can, head Like,
0: yeah i can i can hear the the bits where the enemies come up and the, the yeah you know, what so, game is this uh, it's called aero
1: double a e r o
0: um and they're so okay. intrinsically linked that I can no longer separate them. No. Which is okay. super odd. But oh,
2: okay. Really cool I yeah, bit. I asked somebody to put my music in this game. Never got back to me.
0: Do you know? I turned around Fun. to Paul the other day and went. Do you know whose music would be really good for this, Popsky? And he was like, Huh. Oh, so I ought to... You, you two good. should get
1: together in Kiev.
0: Yes. That's because basically... <laughs> I would die. I I would genuinely play the evolution ship, would do it. Uh, of the game. Yeah um, it But yeah, no era era was good fun. And as I say, it's so intrinsically that I can't I can't hear the soundtrack without like imagining the giant spudder walking across um, and, hmm? and doing the pew pews and things like that. I I can't I can't imagine yep. it without that anymore.
1: Kind um, of reminds
2: me of uh, thumper.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah, same, yes. same sort of vine.
0: Yeah, it needs to get a violence apparently yes she does um, yeah. I'm just trying to think
1: what else recently well I mean to be honest Tokyo Dark has some pretty damn good music in it to drive story as well like the areas where you're kind of having um, stuff that's questionable occur to you stuff where you're not sure if it's real or whether you know something really fucking bizarre is happening it has like this really grindy EDM sort of stuff yeah. like this it, um like it's almost industrial sort of music mm. going on like it almost sounds like a, a fucking nine inch nails b-side at points like it's just like it's really sort of grindy. it just sounds fucked up like it, it just sounds like, like what i would imagine their inner monologue is going to the the beat of and um like the way that that it, it kind of adds to your perception of the situation as to how much you trust what's going on and how much you believe that this is related to your sort of lack of sanity, or or maybe it's not, um, works really well. Like it, it really kind of makes you sort of go, Whoa, okay, I, like, um, maybe this is just me and I'm about to spiral down into madness forevermore. Okay, um. So, uh, another thing to add on to my my recommendation i suppose on that mm-hmm. on, on that regard mm-hmm. um oh well, so, i mean like the final fantasy game always been pretty solid Ten, uh, especially too. So. yeah 10 10 very good uh, i really i don't know yeah, typical i really appreciate eight for for the way that it does the music and it's only because it has this repeated theme throughout most of the music in the game um, and it's the the the, th- the main theme song of the game is duplicated in so many of the different tracks in, like, but it'll be just one small portion or one small sort of um, uh, oh god, what's the term for like a short little bit of music that's not a, it's not a riff, it's like a like
0: a, a theme, s- no,
1: mm-hmm. like a song. I know, small bits of the song. I was going to
0: say, I I only know the words in Welsh, I'm sorry.
1: That's fair enough. But, you know, just different bits and pieces that are just sprinkled throughout loads of different tracks in the game and it's part of the feeling of that wider theme. And it all kind of comes together at points later in the game and it's it's very, very well done. Um, And it's subtle enough that you can go through the entire game and never pick it up. But if you do pick it up it really adds something to each of the situations that you're going through um one, one of the reasons why i do rate the, the game as highly as i do um what other games I'm trying to think kingdom hearts
0: yes yep i've
1: got kingdom hearts games
0: no kingdom hearts is great Kingdom Hearts soundtrack <clears throat> is great and the way that it makes you fall in love with those worlds as if you were watching the films for the first time again is kind of magical just yep. just just a little bit. It's
2: just good. Yeah, it's just
1: good.
0: That's
1: all you gotta say. It's just good.
0: Yep. Um, so, Matt saying about Uh-oh. pro skater.
1: I will go with Tony Hawk any day of the week because that is how I learned what my music taste was. Was 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 the Tony Hawk games early on. I I found out that I enjoyed uh, like hip hop from Tony from playing Tony Hawk. I uh, found
2: out. I found out I liked rock music from like Guitar Hero. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah.
1: But like the thing, the thing with Tony Hawk though, like and why I kind of accept that as it it kind of helps drive the game is it does give you a very skater feel, right? Like those are the sort of tracks that I would later hear further down the line when I whenever I went past a, a skate park or anything like that. Like it's it's directly pulled from that culture. Um, yeah, and, it and
0: works in that rad.
1: sense. Yeah, uh, rather than it just being I like these songs, they're eat good. Um,
0: i can i put a vote in and i don't know i don't know whether i'm about to be shot down or not i don't know whether this is a naughty thing to say but danny b's isaac soundtrack
2: yeah better than whatever they have now but
0: yeah
1: i I,
2: as soon as i started rebirth i was like okay and then it went on and i was like all right this is shit i'm gonna Switch it off. Sorry, it's just I'm so
0: <laughs> sometimes I, I want to say that when we're talking about music and things, and I'm like I love Danny V's work so much. Mm-hmm. And I, I wanna say the original Isaac score was was so fitting for what the game is.
1: Mm-hmm. It
0: just it just captured that feel for me and now not so much.
2: That's what makes uh Necrodancer so good.
0: Yes.
1: Right, yeah. and, and the way it adds, like, the shopkeeper singing along right. and stuff, I, I just fucking love it. It's like all, it's all a little brilliant
2: little yeah. yeah. <clears throat> And then they have, like, pretty good artists, like, remixing mm-hmm. and putting putting that into the game, too. Was, so.
1: But, but you, like even that, I would say, is adding uh, and driving the game forward. Like that, right. that is part of the charm of that game. Right. They could have just slapped a song over the top of it and gone, oh, i have a dance around and kill some shit. Right. Or you know they've gone this extra step and really thought right. about but it. Yeah, the, the detail
0: stuff. in it is wonderful. Mm. Yeah, yeah, wholeheartedly. Um, I'm trying to think. See, this is the problem because I want to go back as as far as you know. We were talking about Banjo Kazooie, and I want to go back as far as each world in in um, Banjo. Not not so much, tui but definitely. Uh, Every world in in Banjo felt special. And right. you immediately connected with that world because you saw it and you heard it. Yeah? Um oh, yes, talking about jazz, sorry. Uh contrast and Grim Fandango.
1: Oh, Grim Fandango soundtrack.
0: Oh, so, so good. Grim Fandango, the and I'm I'm massively biased because I love the game to death, but Grim Fandango, the messier and the dirtier the plot gets, the same happens to the jazz as you move through it. And that is clever. The jazz feels different each year that you play that game. It's wonderful.
1: And and the part that I really appreciate about it is it just sets the overall tone of the game. Mm -hmm. It, It being as jazzy and like fucking good jazz as well like for, throughout the entire game it's yep. not just a it, it's jazz it's, it's got a trumpet it's great like it's 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 actually genuinely really good jazz of, of its own
0: yeah. chords. and it gets it, it gets darker and darker as the plot gets darker and darker and it takes on this um i i i've never i've never been a big fan of jazz um like until i found that game so i'm never sure how to describe it but it almost gets sort of grimier and dirtier as you mm-hmm. go through the game and it is it's it's an echo of of how the plot works yeah um yeah yeah i can i can see that
1: yeah i would say like for me it just created a mood across the whole game as well of just like i, I feel you know you know there's like that jazz bar in in the in the game i feel like i played the whole game from that jazz bar like that's that's kind of yeah Yep. that's kind of how I, I feel like it just it just creates this overall yeah. vibe.
0: But yeah, it's it's a super important component of, of every game. Um, but there, you know, there are some games that just shine mm.
1: endlessly. I, yeah. Poke show. Yeah. show. <laughs> Undertale was good. Oh. I'm telling great music, but I, other than like one or two tracks, I don't feel like they added to the game's feel beyond just hey this song's fucking cool
0: i would fight that yeah. to the ends of the earth yeah
2: you're wrong yeah
0: <laughs> i would fight that to the ends of the earth from from the repeating motifs that appear right at the beginning and right at the end and at various points in the middle where your character kind of takes a, a, a dip sort of morally almost um from the simplicity of places like home, um, to the, when you go to meet Megaton and the the music sort of gets more complex, like there's a lot going on there, like a lot. Just because you didn't listen to it properly, doesn't. No, I'm kidding. Um... Hey,
1: man, to be fair, it's been a while since I last played it or listened to it properly, so maybe I'm just misremembering. But I, I don't remember it affecting me beyond a couple of situations, uh, like the. Maybe two or three tracks across the entire game that I remember, but I specifically remember going, "Oh,
0: well, the, the problem, beyond,
1: hey, I, this is a jam." The you problem know.
0: that I have is that people are like, "Oh, Megalovania is wonderful," and I'm like, "But, but what about fighting the dummy? And, and what about where you rear hear home for the second time? And what about when you're walking through the snow? And what about and
2: Spider Dance?"
0: Mm, it's weird. <clears throat> yeah, that one. Um, like, th- 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 there's so many really cool moments all along the way. Um, and with Megalovania being a, I don't know whether it's an homage to, or whether it's a, a different version of some of the uh, ROM hacks that he used to do. Yeah. Um, Megalovania shines, but it shines as a version of that thought, whereas the, the rest of the soundtrack complements the game endlessly. Um, yeah,
2: there's certain phrases in like the main theme or just put everywhere in all the other songs, which is really nice.
0: Mm-hmm. And it is, it's, right, it's, and? You know, it's this cool thing of you echo as you walk through, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: How did we get this far about mentioning Persona five as well with the differing versions of <gasps> oh, the
0: rain versions of them? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's so, so
1: depending on the weather and uh, also kind of, in some occasions affects the mood there are different versions of a lot of the main songs that play so uh the the main sort of just wandering around music has like this really kind of distorted almost sort of sleepy feeling rain version that's just like super wonderful like it's just i, I don't know it just feels like rain like there's no there's there's no other way of putting it other than this tracks that, that it literally feels more like rain than a, a, anything else, mm-hmm. uh, and like it, I know like it, every every sort of bot well bosses slash dungeons uh, having its own theme as well. Um, again, kind of just characterised like really added something to the, those individual characters because all of the the lyrics of those songs were linked to that character's vices and uh the things surrounding that character and how they viewed the world um really really cool like again it was using the music as a tool in order to 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 further that theme and that, that, that really struck a chord with me just pardon the pun um yeah i feel i feel you're bubbling to suggest another one Pip. i, I can see no, it I, so- i'm just i'm just
0: thinking cuz because uh, chat's talking about things like the wild WoW soundtrack um and i, I, I I'd, I'd agree there there's a lot of places in wow like the the second that i walk into stormwind i know i'm vaguely home um hmm. which is a really nice feeling um we you know we're saying in in chat about uh baba yetu in the fact that that won an award question mark
1: well that was it won it's, it might it wasn't it
0: won. a one. yeah it won something didn't it and people were shocked as to where it Did came Google? from um, and it reminds that that reminds me of like um, when I got married, uh, we played um,
1: Rami.
0: stuff like um, to Xanakind, and we played music from Fable 2 and stuff like that. Um, and I played it, I made the CD, and I'm like, okay, this is what I want. And I played it for my mother, and she was like, oh, this is beautiful. What's it from? Um, and I played it to Xanakind, and I'm like, well, it's 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 from this video game. It's from Final Fantasy. And she cut me off and went, no, you can't have it. Mm. and it's so nice to see all this music being accepted for being music you know that's that's pretty cool but, uh, but she came but, yeah. in the end because Zelda's Lullaby won her over and she listened to Zanakin again and was like yeah okay okay yeah no I, I can yeah that's that's okay that's fine um,
1: uh, yeah it won Best Instrumental Arrangement Accompanying Vocalist uh, the Grammys in 2011
0: neat that's really
1: cool. Well, yeah, it's really cool, and like there, there's been a real push towards bringing game music into a lot more uh, into consideration for a lot more awards since then, which I find really cool because they should be like they They right. they work part of their own accord. Like they're, they're absolutely yeah, it's still
2: are. music, so
0: yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Classic FM over here did a thing where they would have a gaming music hour like once a week, mm-hmm. and eventually that started just creeping over into. They well, now, right playing. now it's
1: just this is some music. Yes, like that's pretty much the yeah. level that they're at now. Yep,
0: yeah. um, and that that that's pretty cool. Which is, um, but yeah, no, it's <laughs> it's really neat to see everybody's like um, uh, everybody's suggestions in chat because we've had things like Command and Conquer, mm-hmm. and Command and Conquer oh. really sets the theme <laughs> like that. those tracks
1: are are great though like even as low quality as they were (laughs) on the display back then they still sound great now
0: um um, the fact that half-life 2 used music super sparingly um so when you did hear it you knew that was a moment and then you would want it back um killing floor um gta vice city yes hello to
1: be fair the soundtrack from flashback was it flashback fm on that one or was it I I always forget which fucking station belongs to which game because they changed every time but whatever the like the super 80s station that there was like the Mm. pop music station on Vice City it was like the soundtrack to my teens like it just I I listened. I used to pause the game and go onto the settings menu so I could just leave it on play uh, for the radio while I was testing the music volume Mm. Just listen to this yeah that's so good portal and mirrors
0: edge if there was ever a song that told a story, it's that that one from Mirror's Edge, right? Um, uh, Metal Gear, like...
2: I will say one thing from going back to Mario Post Rabbids. When you're in the overworld and there's like these little like creatures and stuff like moving to the music, actually like moves to the beat of the music, which is,
1: I was like, oh, that's nice.
0: (laughs) Yep. Just
1: those little moments to make you go, some someone someone took a day, like yep. they, they actually yep. went. You know what I'm gonna do today.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: there's a to those guys groove to this beat. Fuck was yeah. like these
2: three like ball creatures or whatever. They're like bouncing on a drum, and when you go like towards the drum, it like adds the drum to the song. And I was just like, <laughs> what?
0: <That's
1: cool. laughs> and a so Nintendo as well. Like yeah. that is such a Nintendo thing.
0: Yeah,
1: that that sort of attention to detail is great. I yeah. love it.
0: So, while I think we should wrap up, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna put one more name in the pot, and that's Pyre. Now, I know we've talked about Bastion, and we've talked about Transistor, and we've talked about Pyre, so I sound like yeah, Ultimate Fangirl.
1: They're good at what they fucking do, there's them super-giant
0: lads. There's a moment in Pyre, and it's, it's... Everybody that I've talked to about the music of Pyre talks about the moment where the two musicians take up either side of a battlefield, and the music starts, and you, you do your 3v3 battle, and it's a very serious one. The moment, for me, um, was that you go onto um, your wagon, becomes a ship, and you go and sail across the ocean for the first time. And as you go out into the ocean, there's a chance to just sit and listen to the music. Um, and Darren Corb sings um, it's called, uh, it's either called Vagrant Song or Wanderer Song. I think it's Vagrant Song off the top of my head. Um, and it sets this odd, uneasy, but hopeful moment. And everybody in stream went, "Yeah, let's play the game." And I just sat there for a minute and went, "Nope, we're just gonna sit for a minute," because it made me feel genuinely uneasy about moving forward.
1: Because it added to the sort of the split—not split morality, but like the split feeling that you have about each of those battles, well, not battles, matches, whatever you want to call them.
0: It was slightly hopeful. But it was also this this weird unease because you were in a completely new area and you were just following the lead of these people who maybe knew the way. They'd heard about it. So we were just following that trail. And that was a really cool moment. Um, So yeah, there's lots of these beautifully, beautifully written moments that... Yeah. Yeah, we're doing better and better with each iteration of video game. I
2: have one more. Go for it. Okay, um, in Bioshock Infinite, when you first get to Columbia and you're going down that elevator, <gasps> and the hymn-like song, "The Will the Circle Be Unbroken," when that hit the first time I heard it, I was like, "This is gorgeous," mm-hmm. and it set the tone for like the beginning of the game. Not not so much like the entire game, but yeah, I just like I did that like slow walk that you do. Around.
0: Yep. You can do a lap around in there. And I think I must yeah. have done about three of them right. to just kind of take that in for a minute, you know? Yeah. No, I'm with you there. So good. Yep. So good. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, with that done, I guess there's only one thing left to do. And we do this every episode. Uh, we need to name this episode. Um, traditionally, I go first. Um, so yeah, why was this episode 6 out of 10? Um I kinda don't know what to go for this week. I might go 6 out of 10 gagging slug princesses. I will be <laughs> honest. We, we... Oh, well, the
1: gagging cutscene, I think, is, is
0: Yeah, we might we might go somewhere Gag- along gagging those kind of...
1: Meat? I mean, that's... <laughs> if we really want to go down that path
0: Um...
1: There was mention of the HTC VOOV earlier yes. on as well. Six out
0: of ten HTC VOOV.
1: And I think we'll take some votes in the chat. While we let chat vote, uh, do we want to talk about what we're up to this week?
0: Yes, absolutely. Um... <laughs> oh, God. No, I think that's the best one. Six out of ten need to sue Nintendo for more money. Awesome. So, um... I,
1: I spoke some words today, Nintendo spoke some words, so they owe me. Uh... <laughs>
0: Popski, where can people find you and what are you up to this week?
1: Um,
2: stuff. Uh you can find me at twitch.tv slash popski. I stream sparingly. I've been working on music for other people right now. So once I get that done, I'll I'll have a set schedule and everything. Um you find me on Bandcamp, you can find me on SoundCloud, all of it's Popsky. I have I have an Instagram, I think. Something like that.
1: <laughs> uh, I took a picture of a sandwich once and it was there, and that was about it.
2: <laughs> uh, and Twitter, Popsky. Everything's Popsky.
1: Do you just walk around just shouting your name? Popsky! Popsky! Popsky!
2: Like I'm trying to find myself, yeah.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say, you're trying to find your son.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jason!
0: <laughs> Jason! Oh, God. Alrighty,
1: <laughs> Sam, what are you up to this week? Oh, uh, well, whatever I get up to, to be perfectly honest. I I am the man that never has a plan. Uh, so I'm back to work from this week, uh, so I don't know. Uh, I'll probably stream tomorrow and play a game. I don't know what okay. yet. Basically, I'll have a scroll through my Steam for about six hours and then go, oh, yeah, I suppose I'll play this and then stream that, uh, as I tend to do. Um oh, I've got nothing planned. Uh next week's podcast is quite likely to be a meme, but we'll see. Uh because Pip is about to tell us why.
0: Yeah, I get to be naughty this week. So, uh on Monday I'm leaving for Canada. So tomorrow is my packing and drying clothes and endlessly realizing that I don't have enough underwear day. Um, also, I don't know where my password, I think my password is in my box, I'm going to have to go and grab that. Um, so yeah, uh, Monday I'm leaving for Canada, which means we're going back to vlogging. If I vaguely remember how to vlog, uh, we're going to do lots of vlogging, which unfortunately means that there's going to be lots of vodcasts. Um, if you go and follow twitch.tv forward slash potato, you might see me walking around in the background of his, his streams, um, like like lifting his cats and singing at them, um, as, as I am often want to do. Um, yeah, th- this week's going to be a bit of a casual one, unfortunately. Um, but we are going to do vlog, uh, vlogcasts, vod, vodcasts with the hard. Um, where once I've put some vlogs and bits and pieces together, we'll all sit down and watch them together. Because I'm, I, I'm sure we can do that. Um, yeah. But it should be, it should be good fun. I'm going to vaguely try and remember how to be slightly entertaining on camera. Um, and well,
1: basically, it's like doing this, except there'll be two less people.
0: Yeah, but that's the bit I struggle with, because um, if I can't shout abuse at you, <laughs>
1: what... you shout abuse at me. I just won't hear it for a bit. That's yeah. fine.
0: Uh, but yeah, no. Um, this week's going to be an odd one. Uh, Twitter and Instagram are probably your best bets to catch me this week. Uh, I am Pixels with two X's. Um, on Instagram, I think I have to be Pixels with two X's and then TV at the end because. Of course, I do. Uh, but, yeah, this, this week's going to be a bit of a bust. I don't know whether there's going to be a podcast yet. As soon as I know, we'll see. But, yeah, we'll let Hopefully. you guys know. But, as always, we'll
1: try it our damnedest.
0: Yeah. As always, thank you so much uh, to you guys in chat, to you guys who are listening in various, all, on all the various platforms. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Popski, thank you so much for joining us. It's been an it's absolute so pleasure to have you here. Um,
1: speaking of which Pupski's suggestion 6 out of 10 gagging princess brackets not, not clickbait not
0: clickbait yeah I, I feel, feel like yeah I I'll feel that's a good addition to this. um so yeah let's round out today's podcast thank you so much for joining me you guys um, it's been an absolute pleasure having you uh, hopefully we'll be back next week um, with with more guestage um, but if not please 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 rest assured that we'll be back the week after um, convention season is actually going to cripple me but I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna do my best I'm gonna do my best, guys. Thank you so much, uh, and we'll see you again soon.
1: Oh, bye, 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 bye.